and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Who Asked You, the podcast absolutely nobody asked for, but we are going to provide. My name is Caleb LaChapelle, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ross Parker and Alan McBride. How's it going, boys? What have we been up to? How long are we going to do this? I'm just like sitting here, I'm like, this started in March of 2020. It started at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. And no, before the, pa- before the pandemic. Before the pandemic, in April. Like, wait, wait, wait. Yes. No, we no, like, it, caused it the pandemic. March. It was like January. Whoa, whoa, do not say we caused We did not, whoa, whoa. There's a lot of other things that caused that pandemic. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And that we already went through all the conspiracy theories. I like, how we say, I like how we say that pandemic, like we're not still in the fucking middle of it. Yeah, like we're it's, not still in it. Hey, new variants every week dropping like fucking albums, okay? Like it's, it's crazy out here. COVID's about to go platinum. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. There's some twisted fucking jokes off that that I'm not. Yeah, I'm not there was. I said I'm it. I was like, "Oops." I'm not gonna say any of them. But uh, but yeah, I was just thinking about that. I looked at the date. And I was like, "I swear to God, I was living at my pa- living at my parents' home two years ago, and now I'm it's in honestly it's probably really it's February right now, and the pandemic started in March. We probably either this is like our two year anniversary, or we're like right next to it." Fair, you know what's funny? Close. I distinctly remember us recording last year. I'm we up. had guest, friend of the pod, Bo, on. We recorded Super Bowl morning. I remember because I was wearing all my butch stuff, and I was like, yep, all, I remember like, that. Paranoia was already starting I to remember that. In. I remember that because I made a joke where I said Tom Brady picked up seven, and that did too, in something that's completely not this. And I'm not going <laughs> to say on, on this podcast. <laughs> I'm looking. April 2020. Most influential MCU movies. Oh, that's actually a really good draft to start with. Yeah, that was actually a really tough one. And I think I settled with my big one was not Civil War, Winter Soldier. Yeah, I really yeah, you made said a it claim. was Winter Soldier. I made a big we, claim for uh, Winter Ross, Soldier, even though Ross was on the Ultron train, which I also thought was a cool pick. I but think I said I, something basic like Civil War. I, yeah, I think Civil War is also, I was like, I think I was like, Winter Soldier sets up Civil War. Therefore, like, our second episode's title was Thanos is a Simp and the Great Cartoon Draft. I remember that because I remember I was reading the comics about Thanos and he yep. literally goes out and destroys half the universe for death, which I was like, what a fucking simp move that is. He Big just time. goes out. To like, and then the funniest part of all those comments that we never touched on, she just ends up falling in love with Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't die. It's great. Shout out to episode six, the, the origin of the humble brag. I haven't we haven't had one six, we haven't episode six brag title humble brag Alec goes on dates dates yeah 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 i got a lot of tweets i got a lot of stuff about that then we followed it up with episode seven harry cavallari and episode eight wand fighting skills god i love henry cavallari <laughs> <laughs> i still uh, mess up i still don't even remember her name right now i, I know it's a it's a girl and it was like jay cutler's wife and i god forbid i know who she is Kristen Cavallari. Mm. It's Kristen? Oh, my God. Where did we get Harry? I I think I said... Just one of you assholes thought it'd be funny just, like, do a wordplay on it. It was definitely Alec. It was me. I'm sitting over here genuinely excited about a reality television show, and then you guys are like, oh, fucking Harry Cavallari. I think I said, like, Harry Carey or something like that, too. It It started with Harry Carey. It was. It was like the Chicago Cubs announcer, wasn't it? (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, Alec, good. what are you what have you been up to? What have you been watching this uh, last couple so, of weeks? The last couple of weeks, I've been watching the morning show, Apple TV's uh, one of its premiere shows. Interesting. I finished season one. I'm going to start season two here in a little bit. I've been really on the Apple TV watch. I just set up my apartment with Apple too. TVs. So I like a full-blown Apple TVs. So Apple TV advertises to you first. And it's awesome. I rewatched Visions, a couple of Visions episodes for Star Wars. I was just feeling like it, so I turned it on. Uh, watched some rugby with some buddies because I had them over. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess rugby start, world championship started. I had no idea. I like. I was like, yeah, we could That's do dope. it at my house because I got a big TV. So I'm like, let's do it at my house. I got a couch and everything, so let's do it at my house. And then he comes up to me the next day. He's like, yeah, um, uh, the pitch starts at eight o'clock in the morning, and I was like, well, that's a way I want to start a Saturday. So I welcome I, to my life of I'm, waking up at five to watch racing. I yeah, gotta I break into this thing that's hap- this happening on my phone right now. So I have the Reddit app on my phone, um, and I've you know how it like recommends you subreddits every once in a while and just like shows you. Do either of you have the Reddit app on your phone? No, I don't. I try, okay. I try to avoid things that give me push notifications. It it gives you, it like sends posts from other subreddits that you're not a part of if it thinks you're gonna be interested in them. And I've gotten two notifications from r slash my little pony today. <laughs> and I just, I don't get it. Like you'd be, I mean, honestly, in terms of universe building, everything that we like in terms of Star Wars, fantasy, sci-fi. Uh, yeah, I probably should like it, my little ponies, to be honest. It, it, I'm going to get really, like Patton also made a joke about that. Why his, how is like, he's like, he's like, I just can't, I can't get into another universe. Yeah, right? I know exactly what joke you're and talking he's about. Like, he's like, I can't get into another universe. And then he goes into how he like, through just hanging out with his daughter, he had now knows the My Little Pony universe, which was happening to me because I used to work at a boys and girls club and I had to read to the kids. And like one girl always grabbed like the My Little Pony books and she always grabbed a different one. So now I know. A lot of shit about the My Little Pony. You lore. got the My Little Pony shit. lore in your head. But yeah, as a 26 year old man, I should not know. Like, just Probably I should not. not know. No, it's not. No, it's not necessary in my life. And, but the same thing is with the Kardashians. Everything I learned about them is against my will. Speaking of not necessary in my life, why do our brains remember? We're so off track. Why do our brains remember music lyrics like they do? I completely shuffled like my entire library on Spotify today, and um. Bonfire by Childish Gambino came up, a song Bonfire. I have not, I have not listened to intentionally in probably like half a decade. Great song, but like haven't turned it on intentionally in half a decade. Knew every wanna, single, knew every single how, lyric still. You want to know how fucked up our brains are? This is also another ripoff joke from Patton Oswald, but I, I did, um, I didn't do a CPR training, but like my sister took the class and I briefly read the book. I can't tell you a fucking thing about that CPR class, but you want to know what I do remember? Hmm. One eight seven seven, seven, seven cars, cars for kids. K R S cars, cars for, for kids. kids. Yep, hundred percent. Do you guys remember certain advertisements that come to your head? Oh yeah, fifteen percent or more. Eight seven seven cars now. The lawn care place, Zanzos. Nobody grows like Zanzos. That's another big one. Um, obviously O'Reilly. You don't have to be lonely. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> God, there's so many good ones. The the bud, bud. Yep. Why? Sir, I remember that one. 
Uh, uh, Ross, what have you been up to? Yeah, man, what have you been watching? The last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. I've gotten into a, a couple different shows. So on... Ooh, he's two-time in television shows, I see. Uh, yeah, right? Uh, so obviously, Book of Boba Fett, we'll talk about that more later. On the HBO Max side, I've been watching a couple of different shows there. Have been watching Euphoria. I'm behind the last two episodes, but I have been watching the new season. I started Peacemaker. How is it? It's actually I'm, entertaining. It's I, I haven't started. taken the dive yet. I, I'm waiting for all of it to come out to see if I really want to make a commitment to the it. The yep. seventh episode just came out. There's only one more episode that came out on Thursdays. It's Perfect. actually really entertaining. I was in the same boat Perfect. you were. I was just lukewarm on it, mm-hmm. and I just took the dive, and it's actually really entertaining. That's actually um, really good, good to hear. Yeah, I've heard good things. So, But then again, They're, it is a TV show. DC is usually pretty good at those. Yeah, they you know, knock them out of the I, w- I wasn't... Um, you guys know I liked the new Suicide Squad. I was far better than we did on uh, Peacemaker, and I didn't wasn't really sure how I was going to feel about the show. But yeah, I can confirm it's solid. Um, also started Succession, and I burned through that. I can't do that show, man. Um, I I am not one of the like. There are some people that live and die by that show. I am not one of those people, but I do enjoy it. And I'm de- I've definitely binged it. it uh, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's the greatest thing I've ever seen, but I enjoy it. Um, also, that I've been watching intense, like business drama where it's like three siblings are trying to take over their billionaire, billionaire dad's empire. It, it, that's pretty much it. The best way to describe it is everyone on the show is a fucking asshole that is trying to screw someone else over. It is just all that's backstabbing nice. all the time. Sounds like business. It it's it's insane. It's a show where everyone is truly scummy. Everyone there. Um, also uh, watching uh, HCS Halo Championship Series streaming mm. those this weekend. They are in Anaheim, which the asshole that scheduled the the Southern California Halo Championship Series the same weekend of the Super Bowl is a mega asshole. Yeah. Um, Video game-wise, playing lots of Halo. I actually replayed Jedi Knight Fallen Order. Interesting. That's going to play into what we're going to talk about towards the end of the show today. Exactly. I as went, good I as re- good on the replay as it was on the first time? It actually is a really good replay value. Did you do uh, New Game Plus where you keep all the Force powers, or did you See, fully restart? Be- I played it first on my xbox one and now i have gotcha. the xbox series x my save file did not transfer over so gotcha. i completely start over Ooh, from ground one from the start i think some games new game plus makes sense but like a mm-hmm. like that game it wouldn't like story-wise make any sense no that entire like 70 percent of that story is like rediscovering how to be a jedi that's exactly right like um the spider-man game i think is a great example mm-hmm. of where it works the Batman games, great examples of where it works. Yep. The, uh, like, God of War was, aw- like, the New Game Plus was awesome. Witcher. Um, the Witcher New Game Plus is awesome. Um, what have I been up to? I am also on the Euphoria train. Uh, I am all the way caught up, I believe, except for the last episode. I did not watch this last Sunday's episode uh, yet, but... The biggest thing for me recently is in the world of The Expanse. I finished the nine-book series of The Expanse earlier this week, um, listening to them. I, I mean, I just – I tweeted it out, but I want to say it on here also. Like, just – I really – I think it's a thing we don't do enough. 
I want to like start just thanking people that make really fucking cool worlds for us to live in. Like people get, I feel like it doesn't happen enough because people get upset at endings a lot, uh, upset at finales a lot, and they don't like take the time <laughs> Mass to re- remember. Or Game of Thrones is what I was thinking. Yeah, like they don't like it, spend the time like to think about the fact that a bunch of people just made a world that they got to live in for a decade. You yeah. know. That's, like a, that's a really great way to look at it. I'm sure how I reacted at the ending of Book of Boba Fett, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so just, I, I really appreciate those guys. James S.A. Corey, the writing combo. Um, two guys wrote the books. The series also ended on Amazon uh, la- two weeks ago. Incredible series. Um, in a similar boat, like I'm not a huge fan of the fact that of where they ended it not necessarily how they ended it i think they did it the best they could with where they decided to take the break basically between book six and seven there's a 30 year time gap and a lot more crazy shit happens that would have made the show really expensive so i get why they stopped but it would have been cool to see more but that's pretty much all i've been watching and reading outside of book of boba fett obviously that we're going to talk about the end uh you guys want to hop into a little sports talk? We haven't done a little sports talk on here in a while. Let's no. do it. But it's football. It is. Are you ready for some football? Was that your you best carry Underwood? Yeah, that's all I got. You yeah. guys want to start in the Super Bowl world, or do you want to start with uh... – no, let's start here. Ross brought it up um, before we started. I think it's – cool in the same vein as thanking people that uh make shows we like a bunch of our kind of childhood heroes in sports have kind of retired over the past couple years um Mm -hmm. and we wanted to talk about them mine is david ortiz he didn't retire like super recently obviously but he just went into the hall of fame and then tom brady uh hanging up the cleats finally allegedly allegedly we still could see a far here any moment so we could uh, and then Sean White, I did, I actually, we had to, in elementary school, pick a celebrity, dress up like them. And like, we had to draw a little dot on our hand and pretend to be like a robot in the gym as people came over and like pressed our button. We had to give them our little spiel about who we were. Um, and I was Sean White. So yeah, I, I've never been a snowboarder. I'm not good at balance sports, but Sean White kind of lit our entire generation on fire during that couple of Olympics runs. What, 2000? It was eight and 12. I think it was eight. Eight and 12 or when he won three golds apiece, I think. Isn't that when the Summer Olympics are? Mm, This is 22. Yeah, and they're No, this is... The Winter Olympics are two years off from each other, right? The Winter and Summer Olympics? Yeah, yeah. it alternates every two years. So 2008 was Beijing. 2012 was London. 2016 was so, Rio. Would it have been 06? So it would have been 06. 06 and 10. Uh, 06, 10, 14. Yeah. So I think it was 06 and 10. Yeah. What about, yeah. what about you guys? I'm sure Ross wants to talk a little bit about uh, his boy that delivered him a Super Bowl. I mean... I'll be the first to tell you of anyone, if Tom picked any other team other than the Bucks, I would still hate his guts, but he <laughs> came to the Bucks and like gave me two of the best seasons I've ever seen. And I'm still holding out hope that 
his never say never comments mean that he ain't totally done. But if it is, I'm grateful for that. But actually, he's not my choice hmm. for childhood sports heroes. I was about to say, get ready to get back to being a sucky team again. It's like uh, the water boy. Oh no, he suck again. Yeah, yeah. Um, mine's actually Buster Posey. Oh, Posey? Catch you? yeah. Posey. Mm-hmm. That's a great one for you. The Iron Man. Literally. Yeah, yeah. He will go down as one of the best catchers in baseball history. If, Almost likely. If you, he didn't play at the same time as Yadier Molina, we, he would be talked about even more than he was now. Yeah. God, like, I think... Who... Larry Fitzgerald was one of the players that I always like. Mm. And he retired oh, pretty recently, too. Larry yeah. Fitzgerald was a, one of my perennial fantasy guys. Yeah, he was he's the one that you could always get in fantasy. And you you talk about, like, no, in, in his later years in career, like, no one talks about him for fantasy, but he's always good for points. Always. Always good. He was always a threat. I remember 08, he, like, just goes off. And, like, there's, like, this talk where it's, like, that meme where it's, like, you know, Joe Burrow and Mahomes, just, it's like that meme that's like, fuck it, you know, Tyreek's open or fuck it, Jamar's <laughs> yep. open. Yeah, which which Joe Burrow said in an interview, he's like, fuck it, Jamar's, Jamar's down there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, the if you watch the Arizona Cardinals 08 playoff run, that is literally Kurt Warner's playbook. It's just, fuck it, Larry's down there somewhere. And he, yep. he, threw, it, he threw Larry so many touchdowns in like double coverage, completely covered, triple coverage. This guy literally... To put the Cardinals on their back and took them to the Super Bowl in 08. So, 100%. Yeah. And it was awesome. And then we lost the Steelers. And this is why, if you ever talk to the Steelers about me, I will hate them for the rest of my life. Sorry, Cassidy. Um, she was a big Steelers fan. Speaking of the Steelers, um, yeah, never mind. Let's just not talk about that. I was going to say, yeah, let's, let's I don't not know talk how many heroes. Him. Yeah. 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 I don't have any. I don't, I don't really care about him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so Tom, 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 Tom let's hit the Super Bowl. Moving uh, on. I have, I have not watched a single Bengals game all season, and I will say I am 1,000% convinced that the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl solely based on all of Dude. their tweets and shit. How did you not Saying, watch them? Dude. You literally had Joe Burrow as your starting quarterback. I don't. Oh, know. Yeah, I watched like four world. NFL games. I, I don't care what anyone says. The Bengals have like the swaggiest team and social media I have ever seen. The fact yeah. the going from – Joe Burrow all season, obviously. Then at the end of the season, he starts like he, the Joe Shiesty stuff starts. The Joe Burr stuff starts. Joe Burr. And then they get, yep, they got the, the guns. And then they get the, who was it uh, on the team that came out and said they were going to win the Super Bowl for Harambe and fix the timeline? Like the oh, linebacker yeah. or something like that. Like, like I mean, talk about knowing the internet, man. That was perfection. I just... I feel like it's really – I have yet to run into, like, a Rams fan right about now, and it's kind of rough. Like, I everyone's think, just like, yeah. I think there's more um, Detroit Lions fans rooting for the Rams than Rams fans paying attention at this point. Abs- absolutely. I, I have absolutely. a buddy a Rams fan, but I think for a good chunk, you're probably right because it's Rams, it's Chargers, it's Dodgers, it's Angels, it's Lakers, Clippers. There's so much there. There's so much, and that's not even bringing in all the hockey teams that are there. Yeah, yeah, not the disc hockey or the MLS teams or Angel City, NL, NWLS, or National Women's Soccer League. Um, and WNBA teams too. 
Yeah. Yep. Sparks. But the Bengals are so yeah. fun right now, man. They're just the video yesterday of Jamar Chase stopping a line of his teammates and making them all walk through the same gate so they didn't jinx it. Like, so that fun fact. That's um, that, that's UCLA. That's where I was working. That was yeah, yeah. That was awesome. I so I know. All I, at UCLA. That's cool. The, uh, yeah, how they're all walking through those di- like traffic dividers and then they have to like they stop walking and they all walk to the same one not yep. to jinx themselves not to jinx it um i'm trying to think of the other ones i mean there's too many to count at this point of just how many funny ass things they have done on social media yeah dude it's i just i'm just gonna love it like i feel like they're gonna joe burrow's got the mentality to win and then i don't know i, I don't watch the rams that much but they got cooper cup so, and i don't know about this guy that guy went off the entire season what uh what i'll throw out is neither team is unlikable. These are both really likable yeah. teams. Um, Stafford is a super likable guy. Awesome Aaron, Aaron Donald. Yeah. Stafford has put up with a lot of shitty teams and a lot of people calling him a loser. And now he wins one more game and we never say that again. Um, and then Joe Burrow, that entire Bengals team is dope. They're all young. He wins um, one more game and Matt Stafford has a legitimate claim on the Hall of Fame, I think. I think yeah. that's fair. Uh, most like uh, mostly it's like uh it's the it's the weirdest rule ever but like in the nfl it's like almost every quarterback that gets a super bowl ring ends up going in yeah ends up going in and that's like the weirdest thing ever because i could name like at least two to three quarterbacks that i think that i'm like should not be in the hall of fame and, like flacco was gonna go in yeah eli Trent dofer eli got two yeah eli two he should go in tom has enough rings for three different careers Dude, he has honestly like he would a ring per career would be fine. So he has <laughs> like yeah, he has enough to like put a lot of people in the Hall of Fame. But still, I was like, he, Eli, I think should be in it. Oh, just alone for like Eli being should a be in it. Student. Yeah, just for just killing for the Brady Giants, twice. Like, yeah, killing Brady twice. Yeah, like that's every reason so, to be one of the greatest. So um, I I'm cheering for the Bengals this game, uh, mainly because. I got to see the legend, the birth of the legend of Joe Burrow, that insane quarterback who went nuts. He, when I worked and as an intern with the Fiesta Bowl, that game I worked was LSU versus UCF, the game where Burrow got popped and that UCF defender stood over and bust banging his chest. And then Joe Burrow got up to and never lost another another college football game and won the Heisman. I got to be there for the start of the whole takeoff of Joe Burrow's career at my bowl game. And it's like, that's awesome. I, I I watched that shit in person. I'm pulling for you, dude. Awesome. I, he's so cool, man. Like that, the picture of him in the LSU uniform smoking a cigar will like live in college football history forever. I like, want that so badly. Like of all the dumb prop bets that happen in the sports world, there needs to be a prop bet of what kind of stogie Joe Burrow is going to smoke if the Bengals win. I wanted one of how many different nicknames for Joe Burrow they use on the broadcast. Oh, God. Over, under, oh, like, God. five and a half. Do we know point. who's broadcasting the Super Bowl yet? Um, who, who the crew in the booth is? In, yeah. Last year, it was Tony Romo and... Um, Good. The bid, the, who's the famous guy? Al Michaels? Bob, Bob Costner? I don't know. Uh, I don't know I'm, I'm I, looking I up who... Is calling. The only reason I ask is because I actually just watched a documentary called all, called All Madden, which is another thing that we should talk about. That oh was like yeah, a big part of our childhood that like mm-hmm. recently went away. R.I.P. John Madden. R.I.P. John Madden. 
Um, I. Oh, here I'm we go. Up, yeah. I'm giving up on okay. this. Oh. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. Oh. oh. God. Chris Collinsworth. Yeah. I'm I'm lukewarm on Chris Collinsworth. I'm putting it on mute. It's a tough look. Yeah. Uh, Tony Romo last year I thought was great. He was awesome. I love Tony. Yeah. I do. There's some times when I will call. He like call. He, he have you ever seen him when he like predicts the, the next play? play? It gets a He'll little much. When he's, he's right, though, very much in awesome. the weeds, I think. Yeah, calling out the plays gets a little much every once in a while. It's a little much. It's, it's a it's a little too much. Like oh, I'm smarter than you for my taste. I don't. For care. me, like it's a football junkie's wet dream listening to him talk all the X's and O's of the game. Yeah, I, I, I get where you're coming from. It may be a little too much for the casual fan, but like as a massive football junkie in the weeds of the stuff, like it's dope as hell. I feel like the casual fan would appreciate that, that he's like going full in depth, like he's talking about it. Like they're not I wanted idiot. so badly for them to do a Manning cast for the Super Bowl. Oh. See, that's the thing. I like the Mannings because instead of like the hardcore X's and O's stuff, the Mannings are just like, hey, let's bring in people and talk to them about cool shit while the football's happening. And then the, Man- and the Manning broadcast break it down. The Manning broadcasts feel more like baseball broadcasts to me, where it's just storytelling with a game in the background. Nice. I would, I would love it if they did the Manning thing. I would honestly, like, really love it if there was a way I could set up my channel to where I just had Pat McAfee announcing mm. the whole entire thing. I don't know why he doesn't do second screen broadcasts. I don't get it. It, it would, well, he would he make, wants, he would make so much money. My understanding is Pat just want, wants an actual, like, broadcasting as, like, a he does. He does. Uh, so they so brought much. him on for college football. Um, they brought him on to call an NFL game. I remember the one game they called. Um, it was a, it was a Lions game. They ran a fake field goal and the kicker threw I a touchdown. And he I remember lost that. His he lost line. his shit. I remember that. That was awesome. Uh, all right, you guys want to hop into the news? We have a prediction lot for Super Bowl. Fast. Oh, thirty six thirty one is what I said in my uh, prop bet tiebreaker with my buddies. I'm going to go 24 21 Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah you said Cincy killed. I'm going to yeah. go with the field goal for a win. Cincy. Uh, Evan um, McPherson's just going to walk out there from like 44 yards out and just be like, that's another one up. of those stories. How he just looks at him and goes, well, guess we're going to uh, the championship. NFC game. Championship. Like like, going like, to the championship. Goes like, out there, yeah. sends him there. Yeah. There was, a, there was a TikTok I saw where it's like some dude breathing heavy. <sighs> And then it flips over. It's the kicker. Line that bitch up. Line that bitch up. <laughs> um, I uh, I'm gonna follow the same prop bet I got. 34-31 Bengals. Oh, 34-31. So everyone's going for. Uh, it seems like everyone's going for like the three point difference. Yeah, well, I, I think five. everyone wants to see Evan McPherson hit another field goal. I, yeah, I think they do. I just feel like that's the most likely thing that happens in the Super Bowl. Is it's like it's always a field. It comes down to a field goal. The differentiation between a loss and a win yeah, in the Super Bowl it, is always it usually like either comes points. down to a field goal or it's a blowout, one of the two. Yeah. Uh, the uh, who who is the most most recent one I can remember is Seattle versus Denver. But what, has there been any more recent ones? I mean, Atlanta, blowout? Atlanta, and New England. It started out as a blowout one way and finished as a blowout the other. Hey, was last year's was a blowout. Yeah, blowout. it was. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they started blowing them out towards the end. All right, okay. let's, hop, let's hop into the news here. Uh, we're starting off in video games. Uh, the next console, Cold War, is it, is it happening right now? Xbox uh, buys Activision Blizzard for an insane $68.7 billion. 
at the same time or like a week later sony purchases uh destiny and former halo developer bungie for 3.6 billion um you know fucking xbox really couldn't have just put that 0.3 extra million getting us to 69 billion i know right like come on um also an important note at Xbox came out and said with the acquisition of Activision, they're still going to have Call of Duty. And I believe it was another title they threw up will be on Xbox and PlayStation still. Yeah, they're major, so multi-platform. They're major ones. Yeah, multi-platform. Yeah. But all the smaller games. I still got to play them because I got a PC. I was going to say, yeah, 68, don't give a fuck. 68.7 billion. I'm turning all the small games to Xbox. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I am buying a full game developer and saying yeah yeah give your give the give the stuff to the competition, but yeah man this is like the streaming wars now. It is kind of crazy right? though because like Sony's acquisition, I mean it's one studio and it's for like a five percent fraction of what they bought Activision Blizzard for, and they got a game in Destiny that rivals the biggest game at Activision in Call of Duty. I didn't I know mean, that. Destiny rivals Call of Duty? In total sales, I would guess so. I would not. Not every year not. because Call of Duty puts one out every year, but every time a major Destiny thing happens, Destiny 2 total sales. Destiny 2 has... In the first week, they sold 92 million copies. And Destiny 2 brings in $500 million in revenue every year. And then Call of Duty annual revenue in 2022, the title generated approximately 35 million. So arguably, Sony got the better end of that. I guess, I guess, I guess Call of Duty has gone down. Wow. You know, I've always been afraid to say But then you look at Activision Blizzard and you get World of Warcraft, Starcraft, uh, Diablo. There's an extreme niche of gamer in that yeah. vein of Blizzard stuff. What I'm curious about is what will it look like moving forward with Destiny? Because Destiny, they've treated it very much as an MMO style where they're releasing DLCs and expansion packs as opposed to just full-on sequels. So... I'm curious if they're going to try to pull the exclusivity card and move forward with just exclusive DLC or yeah, I'm I don't know about that. I, don't know. I, I honestly don't think exclusivity is the way it's going. I see this as more, I think Sony, my guess is Sony and Xbox or Microsoft, I guess are fighting over the PC space at this point. They're fighting over when you go on your PC, are you going to go to, Active, are you going to go to Blizzard? Are you going to go to the Microsoft Store? Are you going to go to Steam, which is the dominant one right now, obviously? Are you going to go to, are they going to put the PlayStation Store on PC? Or maybe they buy another, you know, GOG Games or one of the other, like, game hosting sites, you know? Yeah. So we'll yeah. see where that goes, I guess. But speaking of exclusive content, we just got news from Nintendo. We sure did. Talking about our childhood. Nintendo's bringing it all the way back. Nintendo yeah, Switch Sports. Sports. Oh, uh, and they have the same background music too. Same exact background, say, background music. music yeah. come back. Bowling's back. Yeah. Uh, ten- uh, tennis is tennis, back. There's volleyball archery, in there now. Archery's back. They didn't shooting. put baseball in, and I'm pissed because the Wii Sports Single. baseball was awesome. Single. Mm-hmm. Like, what, are Single. Your plans? what are your plans for Valentine's Day? Single. Single. 
Great meme. Um, but yeah, man. And, and you know what's funny is like we have Xbox and Sony just throwing money, at, throwing money, dollar bills at each other like they're Bruce Wayne and Tony Stark. And then we have over here chilling Oliver Queen and Star City is Nintendo. Yep. Just be like, yep. I'm good. I got all my exclusive. Every content that I've made is like exclusive. It's just mine. Yeah. Like yep. they, it, all they share is really like they really don't compete. Big sports. Do either yeah. of you two have a Switch? Yeah. Yeah. I love Most my Switch. Of, yeah. I'm thinking about I getting just, one. I've been playing Do Pokemon it. Legends Arceus for a while now. Yeah. I should have talked about that. On that right? Huh? You should do you multiplayer on that thing, right? On the Switch? Yeah. 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 Okay. You can do like eight, up to eight people playing different games. Mm-hmm. Like Mario Party is the big one. Mario Party, Mario Kart. Speaking of Mario Kart, I didn't put it in here. They just dropped their first DLC since launch in 2016. 48 new tracks. That's not a DLC. That's a whole ass game. That's a whole new game. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. It's like four Beat less him. tracks than the original game released with. Let's see. Did now did Rockstar equate to their same thing <laughs> here with their next installation? You're on fire. Uh, speaking of, hey, when, Alex, I, when we have news articles to get through, I will push them because it's part of my job. Uh, the yes, the next installment of Grand Theft Auto. I put next installment here because they didn't say the words Grand Theft Auto Six, which is kind of scary. But so is it a, the is next it a installment or is it of a GTA is production is in production at Rockstar. We have no other idea what that means besides that. It I, could be a new version of Grand Theft Auto Online. It could be a Grand Theft Auto MMO for all we know. But I'm, a Grand Theft Auto thing is coming. I want Midnight Club back. Damn it, Rockstar, just give me that. I just want GTA 6. I at do this not point, care about Grand Theft Auto. I mean, at this point, I would rather them just be like, hey, we're working on Red Dead Redemption 3 and the GTA people can have online. Like, I like Red Dead Redemption better than Grand Theft Auto, but I still really do enjoy the Grand Theft Auto stories. And it's been almost a decade at this point since we got Grand Theft GTA Auto 5. 5? That's but they've also kept kind of expanding on it through multiplayer stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've seen people, I've like watched the Pat McAfee show and they'll talk about how they play gta oh online. so many people still play gta online. yeah it's it's still it's really good i have no care to ever play grand theft auto but i was a big midnight club three edition kind of guy give me so, bully but, two give me bully two rockstar do you think they'd make that in today's like climate no. culture now no i would say I would no chance would, no yeah but uh so are we, we're, it looks like we're moving out of the gaming verse and into the streaming verse now we are uh Amazon's Lord of the Rings series. Couple news stories from Amazon. Uh, Amazon's Lord of the Rings stories gets an official title. Uh, it's the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, and we are getting a trailer on Sunday, on Super Bowl Sunday. I, they dropped a shit ton of money on that because it costs it costs so much money to put a trailer in the Super Bowl time slot. Well, they dropped five hundred million on the first season of this show, so I think they're willing to shell out. Uh, I'm sure they got a budget then. Yeah. You know, one thing I'm really curious about, we haven't heard a ton of stuff so far about what's coming in the Super Bowl halftime, not halftime, in the Super Bowl commercials, because we always get, all right, this Marvel comic movie is going to get a trailer. This We're going to get this trailer during the Super Bowl. There's going to be a bunch of movies and TV shows that we get trailers for in two days that we're going to have to break down next week. 
we're getting yeah, a, that we're getting huge. a Kenobi trailer. We have to. Obviously, yeah, I think it that's seems pretty likely that we would yeah. get a Kenobi trailer. Which we have more on that later. We do have more yeah. on that later. Um, stick, sticking to the Amazon universe. <laughs> sticking there, Amazon is also working on Blade Runner twenty ninety nine, a new what? series fifty years after need... Blade Runner twenty forty nine, with Ridley Scott attached as a producer. I still really so they're they've made content for blade runner 2029 2049 and now 2099 yeah but now they're taking out like as you think I, it, what worries me about them going with the 29 2099 thing is how much will marvel get pissed at them for taking the 2099 thing because that yeah. was like a huge thing in marvel like i have both like, funny enough ironically i have on my counter a blade runner 2029 comic and then a spider-man 2099 comic and then and also so, we're getting like we know spider-man 2099 is in spider-verse so, yeah that, this is our first this is our first appearance of seeing a 2099 character but there's yeah. like oh the full universe of 2099 characters yeah. like you have the x-men to um the avengers to um god venom 2099 spider-man 2099 um everybody's in the 2099 universe and it's insane but it's it's gonna be seen. It's gonna be really interesting to see how that pans out. All right, moving from Amazon to Warner Brothers. Warner is uh, we got a little bit, a couple of Warner Brothers news pieces. Robert Pattinson is in talks uh, with Warner Brothers to star in Bong Joon Ho's next movie. It's a science fiction movie. It's all we know about it. Last like full sci-fi that Bong uh, Bong Joon Ho did, obviously Snowpiercer with Chris Evans. Um, I heard incredible things. director, obviously, yeah. uh, yeah. incredible actor, and kind of hopefully a match made in heaven. You would think. Warner Brothers has been really good with their science fiction, their standard science fiction. However, yep. their superhero movies really dropped the ball. So not great. Yeah, kind of looking for a good line to drive with this, and then I bet the, there will be a lot more hype out of this after was it April or March eighteenth. April, I don't know the exact date, but Batman's coming up here in within the next uh, six weeks. Yeah, I think it's 18th. I want to say. I think it's Mar. It's it's uh February. It's not. It's what is it? It's March 18th. It's, and the February 18th is going to be Uncharted. Gotcha. I think that, those are the two. I think I always get confused. But Pattinson, if he does well in this Batman movie, is going to just sh- skyrocket this next sci-fi. That oh he's in. yeah. Yeah. And I, I messed up earlier. I said this was a Warner Brothers thing because I saw uh, Godzilla. It is not. It is not a Warner Brothers series. A Godzilla series is in development over at Apple TV. No, oh. you have that. Yeah, you, you said it's got a, you have that written here. I, I have it written down right, but I saw Godzilla and I assumed it was Warner Brothers. I said it earlier. It is not Warner Brothers. Oh, oh yeah. You did say a couple things. Yeah. Correction on his part. But it's, yeah, it's coming to, coming to the old TV of Apple. Looks like Apple TV is the next home for the MonsterVerse. Apple TV uh, announced about a week ago now that they have a series order for an original live-action series uh, following the, quote, the thunderous battle between Godzilla and the Titans that leveled San Francisco. I am, so as the, I think, presiding Godzilla nut here, Yep, um, yep. I'm excited for this. We've talked a lot about how Apple just is putting on some insanely quality shows. Yep. So I, t- I have high expectations. If you're going to take how like Apple makes their content, I would say it's right along. If you had, 
what's the chart when you have two circles and they're coming together? Venn diagram. All right, I would take the Venn diagram of Disney plus HBO Max. Probably, if you the had to quality, pick two streamers, is what you're saying, or yeah, you're, I just, you're picking just, two comps for Apple TV. Yeah, so like, which is because this is if you're comparing them, because it's first of all they're not like Netflix; they're not taking much of our input. They're gonna make it themselves, and it's gonna be good. Yep. But the quality and then the R-ratedness that they go to within their stuff is all the way up to HBO Max. So their creativity is Disney, but their ability to create content that can attract the adult viewer is far more along the lines with HBO Max. Disney doesn't make anything that for the adult viewer. And if they do, they put it on Hulu, yeah. and then it gets lost to obscurity. Supposedly. Which might be changing, supposedly. Yeah. yeah They're putting we'll some see. more adult content on there. Blackish is on uh, Blackish and Grownish are both on Disney and Plus now. And uh, those are both sitcoms, aren't they? Yeah, but they're yes. more adult-focused sitcoms. But they're also, I mean, it's not confirmed they're bringing them to Disney, but they're pulling. It is, it is confirmed they're pulling them to Disney. Yeah, March first, I think. Oh, interesting. I didn't see that. Um, then they are. They're pulling the MCU uh, shows from Netflix over to Disney. Daredevil, yep. Punisher, Jessica Jones. Those are now, definitely those are pretty adult shows. Adult shows. But yeah, that's that's my comparison. Is Apple TV is that. But for the I most, think that's like, a good what, call. Yeah, for the most recently, we've only seen that. Well, it looks like your movie, your favorite movie is coming to its second appearance here. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to break in with uh, breaking news that Ross just threw in our little Twitter DM. Simu Liu oh. joining Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling in Greta Gerwig's Barbie movie. That's a very attractive cast. That's a really good one. Of like, course, yeah, Margot that... Robbie's playing Barbie. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Also, of course, of course, Ryan Gosling's playing Ken. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Well, I would Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling would have been perfect for me. Either yeah, either one. Or uh, no, actually, that's probably the only ones I would have taken. I would have said I think, like, Efron, those two. I think he's too Good. short. Yeah. Um, sorry, all right, Zach. let's let's if hop you, back if you over. Ever listen to this podcast? I feel bad. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I was like, I'm like Zach Efron probably wouldn't be really good, but he's kind of too short to be him. Kind of, he's though, kind of a shorty. I'm, I'm only two inches taller than him. Like, we don't put like, down other dudes in here. I'm sorry. Actually, okay, I'm sorry. we have we have definitely done that before. Yeah, <laughs> um, Knives Out 2, uh, according to Netflix, is going to release this year. It is a Netflix original movie, but is also coming to the theaters. Uh, they did not specify whether or not it was same day on Netflix as in theaters. I would guess not. I would guess they're probably looking at more of an HBO track. What HBO, do, like, is doing, what HBO is doing now, yeah, where they do the little, like, week, 10-day difference, yeah. Yeah. Well, I how did Knives Out 1 perform? In the theater? Uh, I don't remember. Like, I don't remember it blowing it, anything out of the water. Let no, it see. actually, once it got to a streaming service, it started doing super well. Um, Knives but it was Out a, box office. It, it was a good movie in its own right. It was a good mystery got, movie. 311 million at the box office, 165 in the US, 146 worldwide. Mm-hmm. Not a terrible. I mean, what's the, what's the budget on that movie? I can't imagine it's. What huge. about like opening? Yeah, weekend? 40 million. Yeah, the budget was 40 good. mil? Yeah. Wow. Oh, do you know? One more question. Do you know what the opening weekend was for it? Uh, Knives Out box office opening weekend. Let's see. Um, five day total of forty one million. So they made their money back in five days. Hmm. Who knows? Maybe um, I, I feel like the ten day stagger release. Uh, 
you know what probably hurt it? Dropped the same day as Frozen 2. Oh. All the parents were taking their kids to the theater for that and not going for Knives Out. That's for a murder mystery. Uh... Moving Let's into the Disney talk universe. Talk about, yeah, Peter Disney Dinklage is pretty pissed. Scandal. This is a Disney scandal, if anything. Um, Peter Dinklage slams Disney. Uh, this is about 10 days ago now over remaking Snow White, the live action remake that they announced. The quote is Disney is so eager to be progressive in one way, but at the same time, it's still making that fucking backwards story about seven dwarves living in a cave together. Uh, he later conceded in the interview that he'd be excited to see, quote, a fucked up, cool, progressive sk- spin on the story, but he can't believe Disney would want to do just a straight remake of the old Snow White. And I a, don't disagree with him at all. It's a fair point. It's an incredibly fair point. I went back and watched uh, that, mo- not the whole thing, but like the opening 20 minutes of that movie again after this came out. It's real bad. Like, looking, like the dwarves are not portrayed as like intelligent creatures for the first 20 minutes yeah it's not great they have yeah. one of them they're first of all they're all named after emotions they don't have yep. like names no mm-hmm. so. uh um oh, yeah, in so the disney universe over at no not in the disney universe at least not a hundred percent oh disney yep Plus. we are i'm done yeah. i'm done right. i skipped i'm the looking line. I'm looking at the script correctly. Disney has officially ordered its first season of Percy Jackson. Correct it or right? Did All and right, I right. am so fucking excited. I can't, I can't over that. Wait, um, neither can I. Honestly, yeah. after the failed movies uh, last decade, Rick Riordan got the movie or the on-screen rights to Percy Jackson back, and said basically that he was never giving them up again. He is attached as executive producer writing the first episode and is heavily involved in the casting process and the writing process in general, according to him and uh, his wife on social. I don't know. Did you, Ross, did you, Alex is going to be back in a second. I'll ask him the same thing. Did you watch or read you. the Percy Jackson books? Oh, he can. Alec, did you yeah, read I the Percy Jackson books? I didn't see the movies neither. No, nah, it's okay. You don't need to watch the movies. I, I never read them. I uh, wasn't a big reader when I was a kid. As an, I was an avid reader. Uh, I fair. hated reading. That's fair. Um, <clears throat> got I, when I was older. These are some of my favorite books of all time. Um, these yeah. were, I read these books before I read Harry Potter. These were like seminal to my. These were early, your Game of Thrones. Early, late elementary school, early middle school life. Development. Um, and I can't wait. Uh, they say they're doing, you know, actual age appropriate actors this time. Last time around, they had 25 year olds playing 12 year olds. Didn't look great. Alex Daddario. Was Alexander Daddario was a fully developed woman trying to play a 12 year old. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> In like all aspects. Just not great. Um, but I can't wait for this, man. I, I I'm so so excited for this. I'm so excited to see Percy Jackson done right on the screen because I think it can be really huge. I think it can be really, really good. Like we don't talk, we don't talk enough in the larger like pop culture world about how like Percy Jackson himself, just the one person would run through all of Hogwarts. Like it was butter. 
Easy, bro. Easy, bro. I don't nope. need a whole lot of Potterheads coming on to me after this. Percy Jackson beats a god, beats the god of war in a sword fight when he is 12 years old. Which god of war? Ares, like the Greek god of uh, war. Well, there's uh, two of them. Ares, not Athena. Kratos. Yeah, there's uh, there's the Greek god of war of rage, and then there's Athena, who's the Greek god of war of strategy. So it's one smart, one's dumb. Um, yeah, he. I mean, he beats a god in a sword fight at age 12. He kills a titan, the titan Lord Kronos, at age 16, and then defeats Gaia in the same year. Like <clears throat> the dude is OP. We don't talk enough about it. I love it. I can't wait for this. Um, Dakota Johnson, Fifty Shades of Grey fame. You cannot transition from 12-year-olds to Fifty Shades like that. Yeah, that's, that, yeah. that's a hard... That's right a hard, Te- hard technically, I shifted hard from 16-year-olds, but still not great. Uh, Dakota Johnson of Fifty really Shades of Grey producing fame. Company to producing company. <laughs> you could have gone with Sony in the Sony-verse. <laughs> I should have. Um is cast as Madam Webb over at Sony. I would, I wanted Sandra Bullock, but I'll take Dakota Johnson. I'm a fan of Dakota Johnson, not for the Fifty Shades movies, because I never saw them. Um, I did. But, are the, I mean, I don't know how, I'm not going to get they, into it. They um, translate better as books, is what I was told. Because I never, <laughs> I never read the books, but I was like, and I was watching them, and I was like, I'm like, in my head, I was like, I bet this is a lot hotter when you read it and you imagine it yourself rather than them somewhat how to imply it in, in a movie without it seeming it to be, it's a without it being X rated. Yeah. Without it being, it's an X rated counterpart. So it, it, it was a tricky, tricky, tricky. Why they read any of the books, read a page. I mean, me and my buddy read a page in college. Yeah, the only thing I've ever watched Dakota Johnson in is um, I don't even remember the title is I don't even remember the title of it, but she made a uh, kind of rom com with Rebel Wilson that was pretty good. And Let's she was the, the main and she was the best part know, of it. The main reason we know Dakota Johnson outside that is because she lit Ellen on fire. Yes, I remember 100% that hundred percent. The main reason I know Dakota Johnson outside of that. But yeah, uh, Madam uh, Webb. Though I was looking for, I was looking forward to see, hearing Sandra Bullock. Honestly, mm-hmm. I've, I honestly kind of expected that person to that character to be a lot older than Dakota Johnson. Yeah, she's in her, she's in mid, what mid thirties. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I feel like Sandra would have been better. I could, I could have gotten down with Sandra Bullock as yeah, Madam Webb. Put she that, was like fan. Finish that sentence. Fan, I think she was fan casted as that. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we'll hop into the DC world here. There we go. Beat Alec to the gun that time. Matt Reeves has finished nah. quality control on the Batman, and the official runtime for the movie is two hours, 55 minutes. There is apparently a four-hour cut of this movie floating around that was shown to test audiences. We don't need to do these alternate cuts again after the Snyder. Uh, you know it's going to happen. Yeah. You know we're going to see the four-hour cut you know, of this movie. We won't bat an eye if the Batman is what we expect it to be, and it's rock, you know, fucking awesome. Yeah, that's true. If it, but you know, it, so, you know there's going to be a Twitter contingent that's going to try and get it. Just oh, yeah, because absolutely. Twitter's addicted to calling things the blank cut at yeah. this point. I'm, I'm just looking for a good, good villain versus a good Batman. Sure, give me the love, love interest of... Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. 
but I'm I'm all I'm looking forward is just like give me the Riddler Zodiac Hush character that you have showing in there. Don't give me any more villains. Don't give me like 14 other villains out of nowhere. Just keep it very mono y mono. Mm-hmm. And if they keep the stakes low, like everything that happens in the Marvel universe now, the stakes are so fucking high. Yeah. Like I mean the eternal world, is like world oh. killing every single yeah, movie. But like, if yeah. you go back to like the successfulness of the Dark Knight with the uh, the Joker, it's the destruction of a bunch of inmates versus a bunch of civilians on two different boats. It's just like both, terrorism. That's the both of those. Both bit. of those one hundred percent plausible that they could happen in movie. One hundred percent plausible to happen in real life. Yep. So very, the stakes are very high, and the Joker proved that he does not care taking lives. So I'm looking forward to seeing um, the Riddler really bring that into this game. Uh, another little bit of news about this: the Batman, according to Matt Reeves, this movie is quote almost a horror movie. I kind of like that. Fucking love. I would like Which that. I, I think it's love. thriller horror, like you know, around the same time. Not maybe less jump scares than what you expect, but still a good suspense builder. As long as it's not full of jump scares, I'm going to be all right with this. I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge horror guy because of the jump scares. I don't mm-hmm. handle jump scares well. I like horror books because they don't have jump scares. Um, so we'll see. You, you know, I jump think, scare um, at the rate you read it. <laughs> the way that they put yeah. this whole movie together, the way they've marketed it all, talked about it is almost a horror movie. It makes complete sense with the way they're creating the Riddler. And it's something where now that we're seeing the Riddler set up as this serial killer, like Zodiac, Zodiac killer kind of yeah, thing. Zodiac like it, it boggles my mind that no one's thought of this before. They did. I just Even realized the- that there's going to be so many crime podcast addicted white girls they're gonna think the person that's playing that the riddler is so hot in this movie oh god or how many riddler costumes we're gonna see at halloween this year 100 percent. honestly that's the wrong bet guys it's obviously the catwoman costume that's gonna make a comeback this halloween that's definitely also making (laughs) Uh, come on you you gotta go for the uh the the colder clothing option Um, so that one's that's my bet but uh, you guys are not wrong because I am also in that crime podcast junkie because I love I love me some serial killers. I fall asleep to the serial killer podcast. That's insane. Night. I don't yeah. get how people do that. I love it. I don't no. know why. Um, they, I have a funny joke about that that I'll tell you guys off offline. But oh, okay. So, but it's uh, it, so but like, I, I fall. the serial killer stuff. Like I I'm kind of okay with if it's paranormal related. I'm I'm fucking out. That shit doesn't bother me. That, like I I could care less. Most of the, most of the stuff that you guys seen horror like demonic possessions, paranormal activities, um, conjuring stuff like that, I could care fucking less. The one that gets me the most that like kind of like makes me like squirm a lot is probably gore. Um, like saw, mm-hmm. oof. The like the I remember there's a couple stuff that it just makes you squeamish because it just yeah. looks painful. Yeah. Um, like the one I saw was like the pectoral major climb chain climb, where this guy has two giant hooks into his pecs. So no, it's hooked onto the pectoral no muscles. Nope. So, and, and he has to get up to a key. So he has to pull himself up with his left arm, pull himself up with his right arm, pull himself up with his left arm, and it's just pulling on his chest. No, thanks. Nope. I'm out. I'm out on that. Yeah. that. But that's – that's see, the, but I feel like that's the same thing that happens to you. Like everybody gets squeamish during gore. Um, but in, it's we can move on. Let's move on to the <laughs> Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let's do it. Um. We got a Moon Knight trailer. It's about a week old now, but we got a Moon Knight trailer. A lot of time for awesome. us to analyze it. 
and before, you can definitely see his multiple personalities coming into play in the trailer. Oh yeah. Before we get into analyzing the trailer, uh, we'll just say uh, Hardy, rest in peace to, like, I mean, out of nowhere, age 37, Gaspard Uliel, uh, who's playing Midnight Man in this movie, passed away in a skiing accident uh, just Oof. a couple of weeks ago. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, the trailer is insanely cool, I think. I think it's really weird. I think it's a really cool new kind of avenue for Marvel to go down. I don't know much. I don't know anything about the actual character. I haven't read the comics, so that's more your guys' thing, but I'm excited for this. You want to do a next outro? I I got some I'm going to. So I think um, in the Moon Knight comics, the DID or split personality, DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder, or split personality that we see go on with the character usually revolves around three personas, three characters within this guy. Um, I forget the exact, it was Alex, I believe, that this guy was. Now, they'll go through other names, including Mark Spector, that's usually the main name Moon Knight goes by. And then I forget the other name, but it usually dabbles between three different characters. I think what we're going to see leading up to this is eventually we'll get more trailers, and I think we're going to get trailers from the other character's perspective. That would be sick. That'd be really interesting. Because we see glimpses of it throughout the show. Like when the current museum guy is driving a van and he wakes up and he's holding the gun and he doesn't know why he's holding the gun. It's very apparent. He just came out of a blip with another personality or he picks up the phone. Mark, you're still alive. Someone very clearly thinking he's someone else and he probably was someone else. So it, it's very much, this is, this is going to be a massive mental health awareness show check or check on. This will be a mental health awareness check when this show comes out. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, Ross, you're kind of the residential expert on Moon Knight because I don't know him that well. I don't even know that much about him. I, that's kind of my understanding of the character. I'm actually Googling right now the different characters, personas that he goes. I know Mark Spector is one. I'll have to look up. Oh, here In we other go. words, uh, I am excited Stephen though, Grant he does look dope. And then Jake Lockley are the... No, so the, those are aliases. Stephen Grant is like his... Um, I, I think alias does stand for his multiple personalities. Because Stephen Grant stands for his, is his billionaire persona. Yeah. Um, but man, yeah. I'm really interested into that. Into the Moon Knight gig. I think... I'm also, the, the next thing that we're going to talk about is like has been on my mind for a while. It's been well, the most also questionable thing. Knight, it's, one last thing on this. It, Go ahead. It's also very cool to see people got really excited about this online. And it seems like everyone's looking forward to this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's I think just Oscar Isaac. That, that pull. Part of it. Part of it is I Oscar think, Isaac. I think, it's, I think it's just the Oscar Isaac pull because it's just like everything. He, he's been hitting home runs and everything he's in right now. Yeah. Hmm. He's Every- one of the more like most likable guys in Hollywood, I think, right now. Absolutely. Uh, go from most uh, excited about projects in the MCU to the most uh, stuck most in the mud question project. Marks. Question huh. marks, question marks, question marks around this entire franchise now. I love it. Black Panther Wakanda I, Forever I, has halted production again, a third time in what, four months? Yeah, man. Uh, dude, they have had production stops, firing of characters. Obviously, Chadwick Boseman, Boswick. Um, so like this entire franchise or this entire trilogy is just 
I don't know, putting me on the edge of my seat every single yeah. time it makes it for the wrong article. reasons. For the wrong reasons, yeah. It, I wouldn't it, say they're like super wrong. They're just like real world problems, right? This is probably like the only production set that has like these real world probs step in. Yeah, I mean, if it it seemed like production was getting kind of back to normal again for everybody right. uh, with the pandemic, that people were getting it figured out. We had the vaccines. Uh, we figured out how to keep people fairly healthy when they were around each other. But yeah, a, a new New round of COVID-19 positives on the Black Panther Wakanda Forever set have halted production. Um, mm-hmm. This was about, like we said, about 10 days ago now. So they're close to being back if you're looking at regular quarantining times. So hopefully this is the last of their hiccups and they can get this movie shot, man. Because knock on wood, man. As long as they keep their date, I think it's going to be insane. But like yeah. I said, this movie, like I am there's the excitement i have for it is just more like answers like it's not like i'm excited to see like see the movie and like you know see the black panther i'm more like i'm excited to see how they pull this entire like shit show together together. it's crazy because it's like crazy because you're like you have so many questions of like losing your main character they get letitia right later don't they they like axed her as an actress no, she's still she's still on still the project. On? Yeah. Okay. There. Okay. Maybe there was some. Maybe they suspended her for a little bit or something like that. But I remember that was a big question. They've had production stuff. Uh, is Mbaku coming back? The talks of Michael B. Jordan coming back. Um, just where where this goes has just so many. Um, it's just an enigma of a movie right now. It is. You can kind of. We've been able to kind of predict somewhat most Marvel movies as they come out. Like Moon Knight's movie, it, it's very much going to be, it's the opening of every, it's the first movie in everybody's trilogy, right? Backstory, 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 minor villain that's going to have equivalent his powers as him. Some kind, some way it connects to the whole of the MCU. Yeah. Literally, I could, I could tell you that for like most of the every movie that comes out in the first one. This one is a mid-trilogy movie, and it's got a shit ton of questions around it. Yeah, especially for Marvel, who traditionally have been really, really good at mid at mid trilogy movies. Thor two, Iron Man two. Well, Thor two, yeah. I was thinking more Winter Soldier when I said that, but hey, uh, um, I'm I'm not no no I we remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's stick in the MCU. Age of Ultron. Ultron's great. I will fight for that. It is the weakest of the Avenger movies, though. It it is, but it's not bad. Yeah. No. Weakest in its it is in its we, it's weakest in its caliber, which True. is tough because its caliber is high. Um, the MCU. Yeah, John Bernthal is reportedly returning to the pun as the Punisher in the MCU now. Uh, this comes at the same time that Charlie Cox is saying he expects to play Daredevil for another decade. Let's fucking yeah. go. I think um like what's the right way to phrase this i'm I'm not saying it i mean i'm excited john bernthal's back as punisher because he was brilliant in the netflix show my only i guess silver lining i think he would have been a better wolverine yeah but that doesn't mean i'm disappointed because he is fantastic as there's a lot there's a lot of characters that he could have done really well i think he could have been a really cool ghost rider also um john bernthal just plays that fucking badass character so well mm-hmm. i think that he's gonna be perfect as a punisher i think we yeah got, we had uh, i think he already was and he, yeah. he he's just gonna return to that yeah. i also we like also john have, bernthal like, a lot like his story is really cool i don't know he, his story he hopped he's on a, a podcast not yeah great guy 
he hopped on a podcast not super long ago and like went through his path to acting and like he told a story about how the day before he got his first um like big role he got arrested and he missed the call from the studio because he was in jail Uh, yeah the the movie that i first saw him in like this the the first thing i saw him in was i think the pacific the i was gonna say the walking dead So yeah, that Walking Dead was where the, I first saw The him. Pacific preceded The Walking Dead. It did, but I don't think I watched no, Pacific until after I, I watched The Walking Dead. I watched The Pacific, and he played John Bastalone, the yeah. uh, Medal of Honor recipient for the Marine Corps during World War II, who was a huge, huge dude that you get to hear about now that I'm in the military. But it's funny, it's like a lot of the characters that are, or a lot of the actors that were in the Pacific now that I watched back then are having huge successes now. Mm-hmm. Um, Eugene Sledge went on to play one of the band members in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. Uh, Rami Malek played one of my favorite characters in the Pacific, and I'm blanking on his name. Snafu. He was called yep. Snafu. 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 He's this weird character named Snafu. Snafu's his, awesome. You know what's crazy is like after World War II ended, all of those people would meet up and do like the same, like do the common thing that everyone does. They meet up and kind of like reunite. They didn't know he was alive until like the movie or the TV series came out. <laughs> And he like re- went back to the reunion and they thought he was dead for like some X amount of years or something like that. You know, it was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. You guys ready to hop into Star Wars and then Whoa. get into this book of Boba Fett? Oh, the long one. I got a breaking Star Wars news. Ooh, we got breaking Star time. Wars news on top of this. Hit it. You uh, want me to? Okay. Uh, it is confirmed. I don't know. I don't know if we know this already. We talked about this. We theorized it a lot, but it looks like it's confirmed. Grand Admiral Thrawn will be the villain of the Star Wars Ahsoka series. Let's go! It's so it is. I mean, it is. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. We kind of assumed, but it's cool that we're getting confirmed. And we knew they were going it, to find Ezra, but that's what's really happening now. It's Lars Mikkelsen is going to come back, too. That was confirmed yep. a while ago. Yep. Which is like, I'm really, I really appreciate that Disney and Star Wars are bringing back the original yes. voice actors, which I will, I'll talk about later on because one of my favorite characters got to come back. And now I'm going to get another one in the Ahsoka show. So it's awesome. Um, um, let's see. Uh, Thrawn was expected to be a core focus of the series, given Mandalorian Season 2 revealed Ahsoka had been hunting role nemesis. However, THR clarifies that Stevenson, I forget, don't know this actor's first name, Stevenson won't be playing Thrawn, but another villain with the rank of Admiral. It's unclear if Stevenson's role is an existing character or a brand new to the Star Wars universe. Uh, Thrawn Eli was Vine, frequently though. accompanied by a second command in command, Gilad Pel- Pelion. Yeah, so Pelion. Yeah, Pelion. Could Pelion be following his command? That actually ma- that actually makes a lot of sense for filling in the post Empire pre uh, sequels gap. Yeah. she's a huge uh, part of Ray building the start, Ray building Stevenson the start the of the first, uh, building the first like first order. Ray Stevenson is the actor who will be playing this admiral. Gotcha. That dude or got dude or girl. Sorry, what? Um, Ray Stevenson is Raven Stevenson's male or female? Okay, that's all I was needed to know because Ray Stevenson is very gender neutral name, and I don't know who this person is. Yeah, cool. it's a dude. Right. Um, yeah. So for the for the rest of Star Wars, if we want to hop into, it, we got a little more Ahsoka at the end. Uh, of this actually let's just do so right now that makes more sense mary elizabeth winstead uh, of scott pilgrim and cloverfield fame also birds of prey 
will join uh, Rosario Dawson, Mina Masoud, and Natasha Luberdizo in Ahsoka. We don't know who she's playing. What your prediction is? I I put a couple predictions down here. Um, I think it's potentially uh, Barris coming back. Barris Afi from the Clone Wars. I think it could be Hera. I think it could be, I mean, extreme outside chance. It could be Mara Jade. That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, that's a really tough one. They really just olayed the chance for Heir to the Empire, so I don't know how they would bring it back, but they may... I don't know. Technically, the Heir of the Empire could still happen. It would just yeah. be more that Ahsoka-centric. They're, they're obviously not doing Heir to the Empire. Is all, That's all I can tell I think so. Right now. But I think Hera would be a really good guess. I think Barris is also, like... I, it, I don't want to say it's, like... A bad guy. It's a good long shot, is what I would call it. I think it's if a really you, good you, long shot. Yeah, I think if it, it's like if you were to pick a long shot between Barris and Mara Jade, I would say like Barris would be the more obvious one, and especially with the most recent episodes of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I think we would have no spoilers seen Mara Jade in the most recent episodes of Book of Boba Fett if Mara Jade was gonna be coming into Star yeah. Wars anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. She's technically before she meets Luke. She's a um, this is not a spoiler or anything. She's a bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah. She's an assassin technically, but she's a, she that fits in the same thing. I mean, gladiator, assassin, and bounty hunter all kind of they don't they're not the same, but they kind of all exist in the same world. They're in, in the Wars. yeah, like the the crime underworld, the the, ro- the rogues of Star Wars. Yeah, they still they, yeah they still they all go to the same bar. Like that's yeah. what I would say. Like you know what you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not um, hanging out in the same bars that uh, Obi-Wan is. No. Well, actually, Obi-Wan might enjoy those bars, to be completely uh, honestly, honest. Yeah. Obi-Wan did. Dude, Obi-Wan threw back drinks like there was no tomorrow. Obi-Wan so loved a good drink. Yeah. And it was funny because it's like Ahsoka couldn't drink because she was like too young. Anakin couldn't drink because he's never had drink before, so he didn't like it. And then Obi-Wan's just like... <laughs> Obi-Wan's just <laughs> pounding drinks <laughs> all through like, the Clone awesome. Wars. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. The only uh, time you see Anakin enjoy a drink is with Centene and Kenobi are just at each other's throat, and he just picks yeah. up a drink just because he wants to. Cheers. Just because he <laughs> wants to not get into that. Yeah. Um, we'll stick with Kenobi. Uh, the Kenobi show officially has a release date, May 25th. We will see the first episode. We were told uh, regarding Vader, expect Rogue One Vader, but darker. I don't know how get darker. I, I was going to say. I know. That's already pretty fucking First dark. First of all, there was no lights in that place, so I don't know how much darker... Sorry, that was a bad joke. That Literally was a bad joke. I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I see. You see what I did. But yeah, that Darth Vader was absolutely... That's Medicine. a horror movie. That was a Medicine. horror movie setup. That is like the most horror movie... Like, Rogue One had the most horror movie ending that I've seen in most sci-fi movies, honestly. Um, so, one, yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't know how we can get a much darker Darth Vader, but two things on the obi-wan show first it was there's an important note where someone pointed out the main scenes with hayden christensen will be obi-wan and anakin Anakin. yeah so this i'm we can assume these will be flashbacks of some capacity um and then secondly this is more of i'm gonna complain about twitter again and someone just one random master i started this whole thread that i found myself diving into about Bro, they need to bring Darth Maul into it. Like, oh my God, no, we all know how this, he had a complete it, arc it, already in Rebels. It, the entire arc of Rebels. It, that, that's what this is for. That's that's what that is for. Don't fucking bring Maul into this. You don't need to do that. Nope. Yeah. 
I mean, that person, that's another, I had this tweet a while ago and it's for stuff like this. I, I will not say that people that have not watched Clone Wars and Rebels opinions are like irrelevant, obviously, but they have a slightly less, especially in the stuff that's going on right now, because it's very Clone Wars, very Rebels heavy stuff. Yeah. They have less. Their opinion matters less to me right now than. Well, their, their people opinion. That have. It sounds. This is gonna be sound really funny and like slightly political, but their opinion is uninformed. Yeah, that's the thing. Yes, it's, that's it. That's and it's like I, I know that sounds like a complete unpolitical statement, but I'm like their opinion is completely uninformed. They just don't know the story content to its I fullest. Get, nope, you're right. And that's that'd be like me talking about Black Chrysanthemum and and like saying like where did this guy come from? And it's like he came from the Doctor Afro comics. Now I know that, but like when he first showed up, I didn't know that. So I was like, "Uh, there's this new guy. I better go look." That that's exactly what I figured too. Yeah, but like that's the thing. Yeah, if they if they like the mall thing specifically in this, that last duel, that twenty seconds does so much for not yes. only him, but also Obi Wan. Yeah, mm-hmm. not only for the emotional part of Obi Wan. Because he holds Maul on his knee the same exact way as he does Sabine or Satine, uh, but also for showing how fucking good with his lightsaber Obi Wan is, how good of a duelist he is, and, and also Me? a whole part of Rebels was Maul didn't know Obi Wan was alive. Yeah. So if you go and you try to put him into this Obi Wan show, which it's very apparent it is taking well before yep. uh, the Rebels series, like then this. Like that totally ruins the rebel storyline. So you can't have Maul in this show without ruining the rebels storyline and arc. And don't bring Ahsoka into this either. Like Ahsoka doesn't yeah. need to go find her old grandpa Obi Wan. Like they, you know who they, you know who's the only person that's gonna cross paths with Kenobi that we know about right now. And that yeah. it could totally possibly happen. They might do it. Is Black or Santhan? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. He actually does have a fight with Obi Wan in the comics, so I would actually really think it'd be funny that would be if they sick to see that to live action. You know, and also they're on Tatooine. Boba, oh, I can't say that yet. Uh, that we no. have gotten to our spoiler, but um, uh, nope, they wouldn't find him. <laughs> yeah, no, um, <laughs> they wouldn't find him. <laughs> Not um, that time. <laughs> what, what was I just gonna say? Uh, I get your point, Caleb. It feels like bit the Ahsoka bit it seems like a fan servicey thing that would happen. Like Darth Maul doesn't make any sense. No. Ahsoka is something where they could do it if they really want. I would, I, they honestly, could. I don't think they will. The only thing that the only person that I like we should really see is I think black, black is a complete possibility. Yep. Another one, two other ones that I think we could see that are like, not like long shots, maybe mid range, mid range horses. Um, Qui-Gon Jinn. Yep, we could definitely see Liam Neeson come back as Force Ghost. And then yep. I don't know how they would do it, but Yoda, Force Ghost projection of some sort, yep. or maybe the fact that they do meet up. Chewbacca could even come in and play because he both I, he knows. I was gonna say them. the I was gonna say the Falcon. I wouldn't be surprised if we see the Falcon landing somewhere on Tatooine just in the background at some point in the Kenobi show. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if even Chewbacca just came in and made like because he knows yeah. I think he knows who Obi-Wan is at that point. He knows who Yoda is. He definitely knows Yoda. Yeah, yeah, definitely knows Yoda. Chewbacca Obi. and Obi Wan didn't have any. They never had a formal meeting, but I feel like until New Hope. Until New Hope. Okay, so that might have been the first time they ever met him. Um, but I, yeah, it's be interesting to see. Yeah, it'll. I am really, really interested in this series. There's a lot I want to go on with, but a lot of it also will 
dive into spoilers of Book of Boba Fett. So yeah, let's just let's just get through this yeah, so we let's... get into it. We're almost like done here. Yeah, we've news. also got um, the Andor show already confirmed for a second season by Stellan Skarsgård, apparently, with the first one not shit, even bro. out. Yeah, we haven't even seen The anything. first season we doesn't haven't... even have a release date yet. It doesn't even have a trailer. Nope. I don't even know if I like it. I'm not even that hopeful for it. Oh, I'm still super hopeful for it. I, I'm nope. excited by this because I think it's just more – I hope it's just more of building uh, – why am I blanking on the name? Why am I bringing up blanking on the code name? Um, Rogue One? No, the code name for Rebel Spies. Uh, Fulcrum. God. Uh, Building out the Fulcrum, like all the Fulcrum agents and stuff like that. I'm excited for that. Um, I have a feeling um, uh, Andor's show is going to be very fan service Not, I, I don't think, say that in a bad way, but I have a feeling that could happen. I think so too. Especially because I'm still convinced we're getting Zeb in that show. Still 1,000% convinced we're getting Zeb. Uh, and the last bit of Star Wars news we got before we hop into the Book of Boba Fett review to end out this episode, EA has announced that Respawn Entertainment is at work on three separate Star Wars games. We've got Fallen Order 2. We've got Sweet. a new, entirely new Star Wars FPS and an entirely new Star Wars strategy game. No Russian. No Russian. <laughs> give, oh, me, give, me, give me no Russian, but Order 66. In the in the oh, Jedi Temple. My God. Yeah. Give me give me that plot line. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know where I read that, but I did not have that idea when it first came to my head. But I it was, was from like, it was my text, I think, because they I confirmed think, it. They confirmed it was going to be partly Clone Wars, the uh, first person shooter. I was all for that when I think you said that to me because I was like, I would love it. I would love it if they also gave the disclaimer that skip this moment if you're under the age of eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm still waiting for the day that we get more old Republic content. I still, I'm, I just keep waiting and waiting for that. Yeah, you, me too. You keep waiting. Uh, I mean, it could happen with the Star Wars strategy game. Um, we have no idea where that's at. I'm really excited for that. I am a massive nerd for star strategy games, so that will be super fun. I should start uh, watching more. I should start playing more strategy games. All right, you guys ready for this? Let's do yep. it. Get into it. Boba Fett, the book of the man, episode six and seven review here on Who Asked You. As always, uh, we're starting off with no spoilers. We're going to give you our initial impressions on the last two episodes of this series, and then we're going to hop into spoilers. We're going to talk about everything that happened. How about this? Because we haven't been keeping track of episode by episode, and also, sorry, cut you off, Caleb. Um, why don't we just give like a score for the series review for the entire season? I like it. Oh, it's tough. I like I mean, it. I'm going to need my Mando scores. If I honestly, I don't, but I was like, it would help. So um, let's do it. I can go first. I never go first in these. I'm going to go first. I'm going to yeah, give, yeah. I'm going to start out with the score. I'm going to give the book of Boba Fett as a whole. Eight point. Ooh. Wow. Three. Way higher. You're you're gonna be higher than me. Eight point three on the whole as a series. I and and are we gonna do? I like these one word uh, reviews. Let's do a one word review for the whole series. Um, Can I do a hyphenated word? Sure. Bait and switch. Bait and switch. That's that's actually very good. That's a very good one. 
right. Uh, Rossi, you go next. Okay. Um, only a second thing about my one word review, but I think for my overall score, I'm going to lean 7.8. This is a high seven for me. I think this was something you all know. I love it's well documented on the show. I love Boba Fett. He's one of my, fa- one of my favorite characters in all of star Wars. Um, your favorite bounty hunter. Definitely my favorite bounty hunter. Um, it was great to see him back. The show was slow at times, but we also kind of figured that because it would be balancing the politics of the Star Wars underworld. Uh, I think the season ended incredibly well in a bait and switch fashion that Caleb alluded to. Um, if I'm joking, my hyphenated, I can bantha. Like a bantha. Um, <laughs> But that's, uh, that's still good. My me. real word is kingpin. Yeah. Ooh, kingpin. So for me, I'm gonna give it the solid seven. I know wow. I probably have the yeah. I knew I'd probably have the lowest score. Sorry, I'm like getting my like cleaning up my room right now. No, you're good. Says, but um, I have the lowest score, and that was because it it really. I know it called, it's called the book of Boba Fett. But man, the moments that really set it apart as a good series, very little to no Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, so that's the part where I was like, maybe it would have been better if they just called it like a, a bounty hunter's guild, the bounty hunter book or something like that. Or I don't know. But a lot of the major stuff that occurred included other characters where I feel like Boba kind of just was underwhelmed. Um, but however, those last two episodes. Um, really kind of saved the day in terms of like everything that was going on. So I will have to give it, I keep it with the seven and I'm going to give it the review of, for my one word, I guess I like, I wasn't overwhelmed and I wasn't underwhelmed with it. So I guess I'll be whelmed. You were whelmed. I was whelmed. Hey, that's a, that's a fine place to be. Like if we're talking about in general, Especially for like a Star Wars thing that had quite a bit of hype, that's a good place to be. I'll take whelmed, and I'll, I'll and to be fair, I should give credit to that is from the dictionary, not like D I C, but D I C K, as in Dick Grayson from the Young Justice, because he says that he's like everyone's overwhelmed and underwhelmed all the time. Nobody's just whelmed. So he <laughs> didn't has he also has like other words too, where he is like I, I can't remember them all, but he, there is a th- thing as a dictionary, and I'll I'll send that. Um, there's like a TikTok on it, but yeah, I think he, yeah, I was just whelmed when I was watching it, but those last two episodes, I really think saved it. And then I got fucking pissed the last episode, which I'll get into later. All right. Let's hop into spoilers. Also, wait, 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 uh, we, we've obviously mentioned that we're catching up on six and seven. Have we discussed episode five yet? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Five is the last episode we talked about on the pod. Um, all right. Let's hop into spoilers. This is your last chance uh, to get out before you get the last two episodes of Book of Boba Fett and probably just Book of Boba Fett in general spoiled for you. Um, If you're fine with spoilers, stick around. If you don't want to be spoiled, I hope you come back. And if you don't, have a great week. Bye. Later. Bye. You saying bye like that reminded me of, do you remember? The the, the monkey? Yeah. Hi, I'm Paul. (laughs) Hi, I'm Paul. I feel like we've done that joke multiple times on this podcast, but it still gets me every time. All right. I don't know where to start. Started six, work our way to seven.
Just linear, linearly. All right, Ken, I know how to start. This is uh, spoiler free, right? Yes. Yeah, th- th- this is spoiler. No, this is spoiler now. Spoiler. Oh, it's a spoiler. All right, cool. Can I start this? I always know how to start these. Yeah, you go. Go. They fucking kill off my favorite character after they given me the one episode before. What is this bullshit? I hate Star Wars. All right, I'm back. I'm fine. I just wanted to say that as a fan, I was disgruntled. Hey, the funniest part is you didn't even say the character's name, so that's not even full on spoiler yet. It's not. It's Cad Bane. I love fucking Cad Bane. He has been my favorite bounty hunter ever since this, he, he like gets his first bounty and you hear him talk and then you see him walk and then you're like, I love him. He's just so like, cool seeing Cad Bane in live action. and So sick. It was so sick. And I loved the, the way they made him look. There were, I won't forget, like the few days after that, people started doing like the edits to make him look more like the I get it. cartoon I get it. I get it but it's a stylized cartoons if we're gonna follow that to a one-to-one ratio how fucked up is darth maul's not darth maul um count dooku's face gonna be yeah like a football like it's, a football. it's meant to be a, it's meant to be a stylized cartoon i i think too is like the way a, a human face is is like you can't build a mouth that low no you can't so like, um had the Bane way they great and it was great to have him back the introduction of Cad Bane in episode six, the oh. way they did it. Absolutely insane. Six, win six. a fucking Emmy. That shot, or not even that shot, that series of shots. First, it's out to the desert. You see a guy, you see the outline of a guy, you see the hat, you see what's maybe a duster, flips back to the marshal. The marshals walk into the middle of town. He tells the one lady. You still can't really tell at this point. You can't tell. No. You can't tell who it is. He tells the one lady, hey, uh, get everybody inside. Yeah, get everybody inside. Which, awesome, because when you watch Westerns and this duel, hap- the, like middle of town square duel, people peeking out their windows happens, you never see the sheriff. or You never see how you get to the point where everybody's in the windows watching. You never see the sheriff tell everybody to go inside it was cool to see no usually they know what's going on that's the yeah. funny part they always you, just like look out the window like oh fuck this and then you flick back to the other shot the per the form is closer the hardcore star wars fans see the outline of the hat and the dust they and start they know realizing exactly like, who it, the fuck it is is it they say oh it, like is it happening well, from a, from There's, that by, that first scene i was like cad bane cad bane Cad Bane. <laughs> you flip back to the marshal. He's taken off his duster. He's putting his hand on his on the sidearm, oh, and then you flick back around, and they're at twenty paces. Yeah. Oh, it was perfect. On. It is Cad Bane. It was perfect. And then, and even when you voice. see it's Cad Bane, you don't even see it at first. You hear the voice. The hat's down. He looks up a little bit, and you just see the nose. Yeah. There's oh, no it was nose. perfect. It was really great the way they handled that. And to Alex's point, how they hate, he hated, they killed him off so quickly. I get why you hated that. It, it, it's almost a bit of a tease that they brought him on and then killed him off so fast. But also, as I talked about in our group thread, I don't know a whole lot of the grander Star Wars universe that he fits into. And then on top of that, it's documented. I don't know what. I don't know what his, the fuck Andor, Cassie Andor is going to do, but there's two fucking seasons about him that we're getting. And it's also documented his species does not live very long. So he oh, was already shit. incredibly old for his species. He's 78 at this time. 
this is a science fiction world. He's a fucking alien who has breathing tombs on his fucking cheeks, man. He's already <laughs> sorry. I'm gonna defend this very it's okay. aggressively. <laughs> I hey, who that. knows? Like we get the entire Andor show, which takes place before. Uh, I hate Andor. Um, what what the fuck was I gonna say? It takes place all before New Hope. There's a good chance we may see Cat. He is a dumb character. I didn't like him in the Rogue One. Fucking the the robot was better. All right, give me the droid. I there's a I think there's a strong chance we'll see Cad Bane in that casting Andor show. Yeah, I hope so. If they do that, I'll. I might you like think? It. Caleb's nah, giving me a funny I, face. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't I be like entirely. Su- I wouldn't be entirely surprised. But if actually, I kind of would. I don't. I don't want him in that show. Actually, you're right. That makes sense. I'm just saying the time frame in which it works. Time yeah, frame, t- time frame. Time frame. Works. It's completely plausible. Um. But it's just like, I just was like, I finally got my bounty hunter. And like, it was kind of how I felt like when like Captain America finally became, got its first mo- his first movie in 2010. And like other kids started like seeing how cool he was. And I was like, finally, now when I say Captain America, people don't look at me like an idiot because I didn't say Spider-Man, Batman, or fucking, uh, you know, Superman. And because uh, that happened so many times at the lunch table back Back before 2010, <laughs> <laughs> nobody fucking knew who Captain America was. <laughs> and um, I remember, I remember trying to sell that to kids. I was like, "Yeah, man, this is my character. This is my favorite person." He's so he took steroids. It was like, "Let's." I think I'm gonna steal it away now that. from Chad Bane because we need to talk about. We got to see motherfucking Luke, goddamn Skywalker again. I was more excited about Ahsoka, but yes. I was going to say we got to see Luke Skywalker, Ahsoka, and Grogu and, training together. And Grogu, all together. And, and R2. And R2. R2. What, what the hell is up with those ant building block things? The ant builder droids? Wait, wait, wait. We, we need to talk about that specifically here because that looks really, they really, it. It is. They really it. It similar is. to that planet. Oh, yeah. It's the same planet. Where did the water come from? water did luke oh the water in the movie on Wait. luke's planet that's an island planet in the movie oh no sorry sorry no no he retreated plans but the jedi temple flashback we saw where it was burning down in uh which one which of the was it episode force awakens oh okay so it's not no, no you're right also it's episode not seven. confirmed same planet oh not Octu confirmed, is same completely planet. different from uh gotcha yeah, so no, it's the same planet as his Jedi Academy. Octu yes, is where we saw the Jedi the Temple burning down. That gotcha. is confirmed the same. Those place. are the same. I'm good. That's, now, now it's I'm like because I'm like, what do you mean the water? And I was like, oh, Octu is a completely like aquatic island planet. Yeah, yeah completely so, yeah. different planet. I'm different good planets. now. Okay, cool. I just couldn't um, remember exactly what the Jedi Temple looked like, and the only thing when I saw them building those structures that I remembered looking like that was the buildings that he had made on. Octu. I thought about that too. Same shit. And, same I, and I, thought, I thought we were going to get fucking Noah's Ark on Star Wars. So. <laughs> um, That'd be interesting. But that, that would was, be interesting. Like, I won't forget that. That was actually my birthday last week that came out on. And like the whole first 20, 30 minutes of that episode was all Grogu, Luke Skywalker, Ahsoka. And guys, I was fucking like drenched in tears. I was crying. I was so fucking happy about this. I and, was in uh, tears. It was, I was, I was not as much as emotionally as you guys, but and then, I was like, very excited. All, 
all the little things, Grogu force lifting the frog, dropping it, then Luke picking up all of them just to show off a little bit, then Grogu learning the, and then freaking Ahsoka. Luke walking Grogu through the forest, talking about his learnings from Master Yoda, then Luke's carrying Grogu like he carried Master Yoda, and then Ahsoka, just like your father. like Looking at Luke Skywalker and saying so much like your father broke me. Oh my god. Completely shattered me. Yes. In a in an instant. For me it was the, the the main thing that shattered me was the like I said, Lou talking about do or do not there is no try. That's how he, yeah. my master Yoda would say it. And then when he's jumping across the lake and he's holding Grogu on his back just like he carried Yoda, like that shit broke me. I would have loved it if Grogu started talking be like yeah, so like not all of us talk like that. That's exactly what I was about to say. It would be oh, really? so funny if we heard Grogu <laughs> talk and we found out that Yoda just talked like an asshole for no reason. Yeah. You know what was funny is like uh, the Gungans, they don't all talk like that. Like they yeah. all say like Misa or something like that. There's a Gungan in like, uh, God, it was like one, it was a book I read about Han Solo. He runs into another Gungan. And he's like, he's like, you Misa something. He like speaks like Jar Jar. And he's like, the Gungan's <laughs> like, yeah, dude, like not all of us talk like that. <laughs> That's incredible. That'd be so fucking hilarious. Dude, it reminds so me funny. of like a scene that I saw in like a Justice League cartoon where like Wonder Woman like catches an alien and the alien like makes a loud noise at her and then she looks at Superman and Superman just oh, like from oh. the Harley Twin show. Yeah, he's like he's like, Oh, just because I'm an alien, I understand all alien languages. And she just looks at him again. He's like, Okay, a he's little like, bit. I, he's like, Okay, I know a little bit, but it's still a racist assumption. <laughs> Luke Skywalker like, is secretly <laughs> alien. And it was so uh, funny because he was like, be better. Be like, better. So good. Um, I want to talk about under or the appreciate the, the fact that I felt like an ounce of emotion when the two Gamorrean guards got pushed off the face I, of that cliff. The amount of love I got for them over the course of like six episodes was insane. Yeah, I, I know. Shit. Like yeah. out of nowhere, I was feeling bad for a pair of Gamorreans getting killed. You want to talk about like similarities to a t- like uh, other cinema? That was like right out, of, and mo- a lot of people have already said this too. That was right out of like a Godfather esque like mafia movie ending, 100%. where like every everyone just gets starts starts getting taken out, and you're like, "This is it was, the end." It was Red yeah. Wedding. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yes. yeah, like the Gamorian guards, they they're dead. They're super dead. Yeah, there's yep. there's no way they're. I mean, not- there were, we saw no body, but they were super dead. Yeah, if they survive, it's it's gonna be comedic how like they survived. Also, Twitter calling them. There's two outstanding names. The first one is Green Legs and Ham is hilarious. This other yeah. one, Pork and Chop, is so funny. Pork and Chop, those are good ones. Those are um, good names. That was like, but was, you guys are even talking about the saddest thing that happened. We lost <laughs> our twilight. Our, our twilight. I know our twilight milf. I'm just yeah, gonna say okay, it. That's what it was. All right. You yeah. Like, oh, like, one of us got to say yeah. the word. And, uh, <laughs> we all thought it. Yeah. And uh, my favorite is like there was a TikTok that was like it was uh, Darth Vader's voice. He's like, "Is she okay? Is she alive?" And that's like all of us after watching the explosions. And yep. that was another thing that was taken right out of like a mafia movie. That was taken out of a uh, God. Which one was it? It wasn't uh, the one that's got Kevin Costner in it. When he's the FBI agent, Elliot Ness. 
Untouchables. Untouchables. Yep. Yeah, it's from Untouchables. They do something like that where they walk into a hotel or something with a briefcase or a restaurant and just next thing you know, kablooey. Um, all right. I'm going to try and bring it back onto like, I don't know. Do we, I think it makes more sense maybe to go through characters uh, and then maybe we finish with the post credit scene and where we're going from here. Uh, so Boba sure. to the end. Let's talk Boba last. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've uh, already done Cad Bane, so we don't need to do that. Chris Stanton, also very cool last episode. Uh, yep. Didn't get a Black ton Green. of play. Yeah. Didn't get a ton of play, but the idea that he one first off like fights off 40 people at once and ends up losing because like five people tackle him and then we find out that he gets out of that and like walks across the entire city of mas espa with a bunch of guys on his back just throwing them into shit and getting shot what i thought was like the worst is that he was paid his like his like location of protection was the was was the species was the species that hates him yeah like, that was the part I was like, I'm like, you put him. I'm blanking on the species. It's Bosk species. Does it's Bosk species. No, off the top of my head, uh, I don't know. It's I, I but they're the reptilian. They're, yeah, but they're long rivals. Where yeah. those like they'll hunt down Wookies for sport. They steal people and hunt them down for sport, and that's what they do. And that's like they put him in that area, and it was just like I was like, why? Why would you do yeah. that? That's like the worst place you could put him. Like, he might just start a fight just because. Just because. Yeah. Which we have seen him do before. Another thing that was pulled from a Mafia movie was how everybody just got turned on like that. It was, like, he did, too. Like, they all pulled out their, their guns from, like, different places. Yeah. Cool. That was really cool. It was really well done. Uh, uh, Favreau and Filoni combined continue to just take really great inspiration from... Mm. The yeah. best of different genres and bring it into Star Wars. Whether it be I'm gonna, samurai movie, whether it be Western, Western whether it be mafia mafia movies, like I think firing on group, all cylinders. The next the next group we need to talk about is uh is Caleb's favorite characters. The mods? The no, yeah, mods. The, the Not power, my favorite characters. The, I still want to put that Rangers, out there. The Power Rangers. You defended just, them you defended them pretty hard when I defend the idea of them. I defend the idea of them from people that don't think they belong because they do. Counterculture yeah. is culture. Yeah, the counterculture is culture, but they did not. I still, dude, what was up with that one dude that spinned around just to that shoot was a tough kid? look. The guy, the, that was the, guy the guy spinning to shoot his blaster, tough look, not like, great. Literally, all you had to do was just pick up your blaster and shoot the guy. Like that was like, this on Solo is one of the best, like ever, best guns in the West. Because he just lifts it up and shoots it. He does not care. And, like, and Cad Bane, yeah. Yeah, Cad Bane. He does it quick. Oh, oh, we didn't talk enough about the deputy. There has never been an on-screen humbling as fast as the marshal's deputy got humbled by oh, Cad God. Bane. Oh, yeah. Dude, you knew he was dead from the start. They, they brought him in. Like, 100%. Were, like, the second he was like, he's a little trigger happy. And he says that to Mando. And then next like next scene, you see him. He's like, it's Cad Bane. It's going to be a shootout. I'm like, yeah, this trigger happy guy is going to be fucking super dead, dead. dead. Yeah. between like time between asking the marshal if he's okay getting told that the marshal's fine and still going out and the guy dropping dead to the ground is maybe 12 seconds yes oh yeah and not only that cad bane like royally fucked this job what was the word you said caleb uh oh yeah he he's more dead that deputy is more dead than anyone has ever been dead in star wars before <laughs> There's that, only that like deputy is so dead yeah, there's no, like, you saw him, and, like, first of all, you see Cad Bane get shot, and I was like, you, you see, 
I was like, you see him get shot in the shoulders. I'm like, that is a classic Western trope. Anyone who gets shot in the shoulder, Marshall. arm, Marshall, yeah. Cobb Van. Did I say Cobb Cad Bane? Yeah, Cad Bane shot him. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cad Bane shoots him right there in the shoulder. And I was like, standard Western shoulder, anything like that, you'll actually survive. Like you legit could get shot in your, in your arm and you'd be fine. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I knew that was fine. But dude, he takes like five off the chest plate. Like he's a catcher. And also, that like, guy's that guy's gotta suck at being a gunslinger. He had oh my God. he had between so much like, more time. Tad had Tad shot the marshal before he even looked at him, and then he got five more shots off, and the deputy didn't shoot once. I don't think nope. he pulled his gun out. He didn't even pull his gun out. Yeah, so he was like, yeah, like you said, he was dead, dead. I have more so faith dead. that the Gamorian guards are alive. Oh than yeah, I no, here's what you said, Caleb. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, Caleb. That guy. Is top two dead dead like Jane goes at the top? And he's oh, a close yeah, number I, two. About that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I said he was number top. two. Yeah. Jane goes more dead than him, hundred percent. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but so we've done so. Uh, Stanton, the mods, the mods uh, come play a little about, bit better. We haven't talked Fennec. about Din Jarn yet. Din or Fennec, Din, Well, yeah. let's talk about the quick, the quick, uh, the city of the uh, city of Freetown. That is a chair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah as a character, that tank, where'd that tank come from? I have no idea. It's, it's a sick tank, yeah. though. Yeah, they keep it off the side or whatever. But they came in <laughs> and they actually did pretty well. Yeah. Um, also, I don't think any of them died, actually. In... Not that we saw. That I don't think we done. saw any of them. I mean, I'm sure died. somebody, like, got blasted in the background somewhere. But, like, none of the main people that we knew of from Freetown, the bartender or the the, the sharpshooter girl. girl. Um, yeah. Queequay and then... The bartender girl. Yeah. Or the, not the bartender girl, but the bartender alien. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I, that's Queequay is his name. And then I forgot, like, there was like the one other person the marshal ever talked to. Yeah. The, besides Queequay. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it's Queequay, the girl, and then the deputy, deputy dead, dead. So <laughs> Queequay's yep. still alive. Queequay's still alive. Deputy dead, dead, girl still alive. Um, Droidica Mark 12s. Yeah, the yeah, I literally said yeah. like that's just a blown up droidica, like a massive droidica. Massive droidica. Massive. Droidica. Super cool. Yeah. I did not know that their shields didn't allow anything into it. I was uh, pretty, I was under the impression that droidica shields is like you you have to walk up close to them and then you can break them. Yeah, that's why um that's the training arc also bringing stuff in from clone wars still that's the training arc uh where anakin and ahsoka are training um Sagarera. that's where that get that gets explained the droidica mm-hmm. shields and how uh, anything know, moving too fast gets blocked and also all energy weapons get blocked so the only way to take them out is with the slow rolling deflectors or slow rolling detonators um same dro- kind of shields as in dune yeah, actually, yeah, yes, pretty damn close. Really no, those similar. Are, those are the exact same shields as Dune. It's like no blasters work and nothing that moves fast. So you have to move slow to kill somebody. Yep. Nope. Um, that's straight up just Dune. The droids <laughs> were dope, and that kind of leads me into the next character. I think we should talk about Baby Rancor. Baby Rancor. This is not, not so baby, baby anymore. Not so baby. You look anymore. like King Kong. What are you saying? <laughs> straight up. King Kong at it the end King of it. Kong at the end it of it. Literally world. did King Kong after he goes and beats the shit out of both of them. Yeah. All three yeah. of them. Yeah, two. There's, there's only two there's of them. Two, there's two of them. No. Where are you three. getting a third? Where are you getting third? There's the first one that he just that they that they fight in front of the blown up cantina. Yep. There's the second one that, that went he, after the Freetown. 
that run after Freetown and that he throws into the wall or that he throws into the building. And then there's the third one that um, is chasing nope. Din and. Nope. Uh, nope. That's the first one that was at the tank. Yep. Because remember, the street went three ways. The street went three ways. Freetown ran one side. One of the giant droids just followed them. Din took the other one and ran right. the other You're way. absolutely right. You're absolutely Thank right. Thank you. I thought there was three. You're absolutely right. Yeah. The, the part that got me was like the ones that went into the rebel, that one came back out. That one came back out. That's what it was. Yeah. So, but yeah, baby Rancor. Also, Boba riding Rancor. Oh my fucking God. That great, was so cool. pa- great parallel to Omega, his sister. I, I like legit, and I was watching somebody else like Ari, John Ari on like Screen Crush. He said the same thing. He's like, he's like, I legit forgot the Rancor fucking existed. Like, I was like, I like, I was like, I did too. Like, as soon as he shows up yeah. on that thing, I was like, holy shit, yeah, the Rancor that exists. I, until the yeah, the claw comes around the top of the building, I forgot about that yeah. thing completely. Because Boba jets off, and you're like, because he says he's going to get reinforcements, and you're I think like, he's going to get Tuscan Raiders. You're doing math in your I head. You're like, Raiders. the mods are here. Freetown's coming. Oh, the only ones left are the Raiders. Nope, exactly. it's a big fucking rancor. I thought I was like, <laughs> so I, was like dope. I legit was like, I'm like, it's Raiders. Somehow he brings in some kind of bounty hunter that we didn't like. Oh, like he brings in boss or something for. like that or something or like you know something along those lines. But nope, <laughs> fucking big old rancor. I would have liked so episode two. <laughs> I would have loved to them. If they would have brought Danny Trejo back just for that little end of it, <laughs> like Danny Trejo just like shooting one of the pikes, I in the would love if he's going full machete. Yeah, dude. Like, he's just full yeah. machete. Like, uh, like uh, he's just got a machete. Like just nothing yeah. going on. Just, a like, lightsaber like, machete. machete. Lightsaber machete. Nah, nah, oh my straight god! Straight up, just a machete. Just, just give him a, just give him a straight up machete, uh, vibrating machete. I don't know, something to make it look cool. Um, Fennec got a little bit of play. Uh, a Fennec- little bit. Fennec had a badass scene at the oh, Pike headquarters. Yes. When she just yep. executes and you don't Everyone. see her till the end? When she executes an entire like criminal organization's head honchos. She literally wipes out an entire criminal underground. Yeah. In like two minutes, maybe? And I was wondering like, okay, so obviously the family's turned against Boba and they went against this word like how is he gonna get back to them and then like and then Bennett just wipes them all out right there and I was like well, oh that's, that was that's actually pretty cool that was really easy that was uh, uh, that was uh, that was that was that was Boba just oh and the mayor too that was easy yeah got the that mayor also that was easy that was easy that was easy uh, uh the only two Din, we Din really and Gro- about is Din and Din and, Grogu. Din, Grogu and Boba together I think Dan and Grogu kind of go together, at least as far as the last episode's concerned. It, like the Grogu Din reunion was so, so sweet. Good. I just love it how he was like, "Kid, what are you doing here? Yeah, what, Dude, what, are, you doing what are you doing here? What are you doing?" Here? Also, the mechanic on... lady, she continues to be awesome. I oh, saw, a, yeah. I saw a TikTok saying that uh, we need her and Hondo on screen at the same, like in the same place <laughs> together. I mean, what an incredible getting combo her that would be. The uh, mayor's assistant was also pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, they're, 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 they're weird characters, but yeah, they they're are. great. Super yeah, weird they're characters. Great I love how um, also he like fucking Boba sends him out there. He's like, go out there and settle the negotiations. 
So here's the deal. We have a good solid like 10 minutes for him to overdo his entire speech until he finally reads that I wrote nothing on that. And there. then they fly in on fucking jetpacks, <laughs> and that was so cool. So sick. I both that is like the offer offer I give to you is nothing. That is taken nothing. from the Godfather. <laughs> Al Pacino says that character in his nego- it says that in his car- uh, in his negotiations to somebody. That first part of the fight when Din and Boba still had the upper hand was so sick spinning spinning around each other the knee rockets out of boba the fierce my favorite the the knee rocket (laughs) shoot you know what i I was thinking the same pose you know what i was thinking about that i was like i'm like man that gave me super power ranger vibes (laughs) because every fucking power ranger did he literally hit the heisman uh, every yes. every Power Ranger I ever seen always hit Heisman moves while they're fucking like doing shit. They're like, yeah, <laughs> and like something in the background explodes. That was so fucking awesome. That's that's what we wanted the entire season. And then and I got after it. that, watching the tides turn and Boba and Mando just like blasters pinging off their armor they're just getting their shit rocked was also really funny to see what i yeah. loved is like how different mentality like a warrior has to a politician yeah that was my favorite thing ever like i love that it was like the politicians like the two warriors are like we're gonna die with honor right yeah right cool all right that's how it's gonna be it's either we go out you there still believe that banter fodder yeah he's like yeah he's like he's like, i'm glad you do um <laughs> he's like good because that might help us and then the Mr. Politic back there in the background decides to be like, hey, I, I, I've been to Coruscant. Not that I'm better than you. Not that I'm that better was, than you. I was educated was, on Coruscant. No he's tiptoeing so was hard. The, that was the I went to Harvard line. Oh, yeah. That was whatever that was. I went, to a, small, was I went like, to a school outside Boston. And then Bones the was like, to the point. To the point. Yeah. He's also, what is he? He's probably like the second Twilight now that we've seen that doesn't have an accent. Yeah. Even Hera has an accent too. Yeah. Hera's accent coming comes out more uh in different times, but yeah. Yeah. It's when she's on Ryloth. It's when she comes home. Yeah. Which is funny because that happens to me whenever I go back to Oregon. I start talking like I'm from a small town again. There's also there's a bunch of uh in the Alphabet Squadron books, like there's a part of it where Hera is like talking to a bunch of other rebel leaders and she had just like gotten her ass kicked by the empire a little bit. And she goes back into that kind of early rebel mindset Hera and the accent comes back out. It's really cool. Yeah. But what are we talking about? Um, Din and Grogu. And then we're going to finish yeah. on Boba. Din and Grogu. I love how like Grogu like swagger walks his way over to like solving the fucking problem. Yeah. Like, he was trying to like literally solve the problem. Also, full full circle, full circle to Mando season one, episode one, or episode mm-hmm. two. Yeah, mm, except two, I don't think he. Two. I don't think you know what I think is funny is I don't think he because he falls asleep again. He like calms the rancor. He does mm-hmm. two things. I was actually I saw this. He like calms the rancor, but he's actually palming a fucking giant rock that's also being lifted as he's like talking to it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's like. I feel like he's like trying to like somebody that's like calming a tiger, but like palming a blade or something yeah. in their hand, like right next to them too. Hundred percent. So, I saw which that too. I thought was funny. And then um, um, what I thought was even cool is like I don't feel like he falls asleep because he's exhausted from his powers. I feel like he legit just falls asleep because he wants to. I think like, so looks, too. I think he so looks too. like he, he just looks like he's like I'm just gonna chill here. I'm gonna he chill. He's just like every single time he ever used his powers before, we see him kind of just go. Yeah. So I 
definitely thought when he was going to use the force on the droid, he was going to pick the thing up like the full circle so we I. talked about. Then he takes out the little um, ball, the little, the little like the the little ball. ball, just like the um, just like the, his ship. What I yeah. love is Razor that Crest, a, Razor Crest ship. Yeah, yeah. I and love then, that um, it comes like eighty-five miles per hour at him, and he fucking catches it, catches it and <laughs> easy. Also, there are some there are some of them made a, a really funny tweet where it's like when Grogu falls asleep next to the Rancor, it's Din and his pet, or not his son, sleeping with Boba <laughs> and his son. His son. Yeah. That it was so funny. But it was my favorite was like they put that old like, I'm gonna take a nap. You're gonna take a nap. And then it shows Mando. He's like, You can take a nap. I'm gonna take a nap, nap right here. Take a nap right here. I'm out. Uh all right, let's talk about Boba and then let's talk about uh that post-credit scene and kind of where we're headed here. All right. Um okay. there's like two there's like three three two end scenes that I want to talk about. Okay. Um this show, we said it after episode six and it's even truer in episode seven great for star wars not a great look for boba fett as a leading character no it wasn't i got some backstories as boba fett but his backstory was very underwhelming and then the last two episodes were overwhelming therefore oh pemdas is now whelmed yep uh i got something on luke after we talk about boba but I agree with you as much as it pains me to say it. Some of like the biggest leaps and bounds taken in this story were when Bobo was not present. And with everything that's happened now on Tatooine, Boba doesn't need to be at the forefront of Star Wars. I have no doubt we'll see him again. I think he's going to go back to being more of a side, not a side character, but more of like a tag along character. A cameo. cameo. But he's going to go back to what he's good at. That's the sad thing of it. Like those last couple of episodes, Boba was at his finest because he came on screen for small periods of time, just gave like one or two lines, yep. and then he was a mystery, an enigma, and that's what that's how he got famous. Almost all, I mean, across the history of Star Wars, bounty hunters have almost always been more interesting when we don't see a lot of them. Yeah, Cad, I Cad Bane. So. I feel like Cad Bane, since nobody knows, like the to the average viewer. He's going to be yep. one of the coolest characters from this entire show because they only saw him yep. twice. And even though yeah. we know a lot more about Cad Bane, it's not like we saw Cad Bane outside of doing bounty hunter things. We mm-hmm. only saw Cad Bane being a bounty hunter. Which was awesome. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, before you get into it, I have one thing to double back on on Luke Skywalker. I saw this from a TikToker. I forget who it is. The way Luke handled that choice that he gave Grogu. Do you remember at the end of episode six? Yeah. Mandu, ma- man- Mandu. Mando Mandu. made that armor for Grogu, and Luke gave him a choice. You can have the armor, but you won't. I won't be able to teach you, or you can have the, the Yoda's lightsaber and stay in school. This added more to episode eight, The Last yep. Jedi. And it yep. talks more about Luke having to live up to not just rebuilding the Jedi, but living up to the legend of himself. And we see it in the mistake he makes with Ben Solo, where he assumes and he has a moment of weakness. We see the first mistake of Luke trying to live up to these sky high expectations, where he goes back to this old, outdated, antiquated way that the Jedi do connections. You must have no attachments, no connections. And he forces Grogu to decide. And this is the first mistake Luke makes in trying to live up to his legend and the legend of the jedi 
and also at the same time, we see the foil to that idea, right? We see at the same time, we see Ahsoka leaving. She won't be a part of Luke's school because she doesn't mm -hmm. believe in the truth. Like, yes, she doesn't believe in the end of the Republic era version Jedi. of the Jedi. She is more of a gray Jedi. She yep. is fully willing to, you know, build these attachments and stuff like that. I, yeah, abs you're absolutely right. And so yeah. in, now we're going to be presented with looking forward we're going to be presented with ahsoka going to find ezra who is also more of that i mean ezra is more of a not even gray jedi but kind of in between jedi and sith the last time we see him you know yeah. he, he really just is like i have the force and i know how to use a lightsaber good or bad i'm going to use whichever helps me achieve exactly exactly mm -hmm. uh, kind of deal uh yeah, man. I thought all I thought was like only a Sith deals in absolutes, and it was just like two absolute choices. And I was like, I'm like, what yep. are you doing, Luke? Like, obviously, yeah, someone like, said like, how fucking funny would have been if Grogu says, "I thought only Sith deal in absolutes." And like, listen to you, little there, shit. There was a listen, to you little fucking asshole. A TikTok of like a you know fan fan fiction type writing thing of Grogu finding Ahsoka later in life and talking about that decision and Ahsoka ex explaining her thoughts on it, being like, it's not about the connections it's about it's a, not about building connections it's about how you respond to losing those connections uh yeah mm -hmm. and that it's, i think that's it's the reality yeah absolutely that they right. you know those connections open a door to um open a door to the dark side that you can only close by understanding that people come and go and that it, it's yeah. important to it, i i feel like that always goes back to like why i think obi-wan is the best jedi yep because I, like I mean he, i I still he fully built. believe that if Obi-Wan was the Grandmaster of the Jedi Order, Anakin never turns, Palpatine never rises, the whole nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or if Qui-Gon would have stayed alive longer. Because he starts seeing those teachings from Qui-Gon. Uh, or if, you know, like Samuel Jackson doesn't make the worst decision in all of Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like all you had, all had to do is just let the boy in on the fucking... Like, all we all like, dude. Like, I, you end up like hating Mace Windu the more and, you start to understanding and Yoda. and Yoda. Yeah, like you start hating yes. him and Kiati Mundi because he also agreed with every, whatever the fuck yeah. they said. Kiati Mundi's a fucking bitch. Dude, <laughs> you know his species is under. Oh, this is like the weirdest Star Wars knowledge I have, and I'm, and take up a little bit of time. Wait, his, I know exactly what you're about to say. His his species is underpopulated. Therefore, yep. the ratio of male to female is fifteen to one. Therefore, there are two small amount of males. He has to go back to his planet and help repopulate. He's the like, only Jedi a, allowed to make. Yep. To make. And you yeah, know to get it on. To, you know what's even crazier to me? To fuck. That's a, that's a fucking chore to him. He doesn't want to do it. It's like, a duty. Okay? It's a duty. Like, it's <laughs> so funny. He's like, he's like, he's like, oh, I got to go back. I'm like, what is it? But, he could also use it? Force Lightning also. Like, Keanu Moon Mundy is not a bitch. He can fucking use Force Light. Like, the... Yeah. the Jedi version of Force Lightning also. He's an extremely powerful Jedi. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but what about the... Uh, <laughs> what, what about what, the attack on the Wookiees? Attack on the Wookiees. Yeah. He's the one that preaches that. And then he gets uh, fucking executed. Big time executed. I and actually kind of liked him when he died. Me too. I liked it better. I liked his death better than Plo Koon. Plo Koon got, do got done so dirty. Plo Koon I didn't care about, and then I got backstory on him, and then I was like, yeah. God damn it. And yeah. then I got more backstory on Kiati Mooney. I was like, I don't give a shit. And then I, yeah, I heard uh, Ailis Kuras was actually, Ailis Kuras was like sad then, 
And I had and then it got about so it. much and more sad. So much more sadder. I don't know why, like, <laughs> with the whole thing of uh, because remember, end of Mando season two, they what the cast was told is that it was going to be Plo Koon that came to get Grogu. Yeah, it gives me hope that there maybe, maybe I want I want Plo Koon back. Not, I mean, having him as a character in Star Wars again would be awesome. But I want Plo Koon back because I want to see Plo Koon and Ahsoka. Yes. Reunite. Yes. yes. Oh my god, that'd be interesting. All right, especially because like the, the, the yeah, final we, thing. Yeah, yeah we do. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say because time. the the scene when Ahsoka tells the Jedi Council that she's not returning in Clone Wars, the fact that they took the time to animate Plo Koon behind her, and you can see Plo Koon get visibly sad, like his eyes go down, he drops his head when it happens, like he gets beat. Up he he he's the, he, he was her recruiter, right? Yeah, yeah he's that, the one that, that found her. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, man, that was sad. But let's go back right. to the end credit scene that Ross knew not fucking nothing <laughs> that Ross about. didn't see. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, we we're like, we we're gonna talk about that end credit scene. You're like, what end credits? <laughs> or like, or what, what did you say, Caleb? No. Where Ross was like, he, Ross had no fucking clue. Ross, Ross said, Ross was pissed that they killed the marshal, and you responded like, like, oh, buddy, like Cobb Vanth. I thought he was dead, dead. And because usually in Star Wars movies, they don't do post-credits. And even before Mando season two, I don't even recall them in Mando season one doing no, they a didn't. post-credits scene. Mando so season like, two is the only Star Wars show that has made credits. Like, I, I had a fair assumption to, to assume it was, it was done there. Yep, so I go, did. the credits start rolling. All right, I'm done. I'm going to go watch. I'm going to go play some Xbox. And I text you guys a few hours later like, man, it does suck that Cobb Vanth is one thing done. We haven't, one dead. thing. Yeah, one thing we haven't talked about, Cobb Vanth being confirmed dead, dead actually sucks a lot. I'm like, you didn't watch the post credit scene. <laughs> there, there are post credit scenes? Question mark, exclamation point, question, question mark. Me? Well, yeah. Fuck, I thought Star Wars didn't do that. Well, now I know. What's it about, LMAO? Bro, where have you been since 2008? Uh, it, the... I don't know where I want to go with this. Um, the post credit scene. We haven't even explained what it is. If there's people that haven't seen it. Um, Cobb Vanth. Not dead. In the, in the back of the tank. Well, dead, but then not dead. He's going to get modded out. So I don't know what the mod is going to be. Maybe he gets a new arm or something like that. But it's going to be interesting to see what he looks like. Yeah, it is. He's still going to be the marshal. Hopefully he gets a quicker draw out of his new arm. For real. More, <laughs> uh, more Star Wars Timmy Elephants is certainly not a bad thing. Isn't it Timmy Elefante? It's Timothy Elef- yeah. Elephant or something. Yeah. Elephant. I like Elephant. calling him. I like calling him Timmy Elephant. Timmy Elephant. Timmy Elephant. But yeah, so we get to see the we get to see the modder come back, dude. It, you know what's funny is like Cobb Vanth is in there, and Santo and Boba are like queued up for that back to tank. Santo yeah. especially because he went forty to one with the uh, Transdotions. Oh my God! Fucking remembered him. Sorry. That was, <laughs> that was good. Name. That was a that great was pull. Was- that was the name of the species, and I just I just remembered it. Transdotions. Yeah, oh, he went God. forty to one with them, and they got shot like three hundred times. Dude, you know what was funny is I end up. This is how I knew. Like I was like, because I didn't watch the last episode like I usually do. I usually watch it like at two a.m. in the morning when it comes out. I remember seeing like a TikTok that was like, it's like Book of Boba Fett episode seven out of context reviews, and you know what they showed for that scene because uh, it, it made sense when I watched it. Is the is Willem Dafoe from Platoon when he's just getting fucking shot? <laughs> and I was like, and I was just like, 
And when I saw that, I saw that meme first, and then I saw the episode, and I was like, no, this is where Santo dies. And I was like, and then he didn't, but thank God. Uh, uh, I mean, where um, do we think this is headed? What do we think is next for Tatooine? We got that little bit where um, they're talking about rebuilding, and um, who says I don't it? think the Fennec, don't think the- Fennec says... Like, who are we going to rebuild with? And the camera cuts to the mods and Chris Stanton and um, the Freetowners. So it seems like maybe they're going to be the new power brokers, you know, the new equivalent of the families of Mos Espa. Yeah, um, I, I'm I think, just... Yeah, go ahead, uh, Ross. So I'm actually going to go a slightly different way. This is what I was talking about earlier with the Obi-Wan show. This is something I don't think we can entirely rule out one of these characters from this show running into Obi-Wan. Yeah, Tatooine's a huge-ass planet, but also Star Wars has a way of doing this. Um, Timeline-wise, it doesn't ta- make Your timelines don't wait, make sense. Wait, sorry. I was completely off. I did. I totally blanked on my timelines. You're you mean right. with the Ahsoka show? Mm, say that again? You mean like the Ahsoka show? That more, no, that, my those t- timelines I was just completely fucked together. up on my timelines. The only gotcha. one that I, yeah, you're not time. wrong though, like the only one that I see that actually interacts with him is Black Rasan. Yeah, that's the only one I see because he a he doesn't speak, so like mm. they probably he probably wouldn't even know to bring up Obi Wan. Um, one thing, but regardless, one other thing I had that we have to bring up is um, Omega. You mean yes, Omega, Omega, o- Omega, 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 Omega. I literally cannot say any of the Bad Batch characters' names correct anymore. Hunter. It's not really bad. Tikta. Rekka. 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 It's so fun. I'm not even going to try the Echo one. The Echo one's kind of hard. Echo. 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 God, what was the other Crosshair. one? Crosshair. Crosshair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah I wonder when we're going to see her. Where does this all fit in? Do we see maybe... I mean, are the Bad Batch alive? Do we ever at see, this point? I mean, who knows? At this point, we do have an idea that they are alive because we we have no confirmed deaths. So yeah. like, but like we're, we we need resolution from season one of the Bad Batch because they technically Hunter is captured. Hunter is captured. Um, I mean, we don't we don't know. We got to get season two of Bad Batch first. I would assume they can't make Omega like a literal direct sister to Boba Fett without having them meet at some point. I don't think. Right. Um, so that, you know, is one way where I think they're probably going to meet, but yeah. I mean, we're running into timelines again then also, because if we think about bad batch versus this point, Omega would be significantly. And Omega is in her forties, isn't she? Yeah, she as but she still she ages in the inverse of a clone, so she ages younger. So it's yeah. funny is like every clone oh, yeah, that we've she ever Walter, seen, she Walter Mitty's. Yeah, well, she, yeah, kinda. I don't know how to describe it, but she she doesn't like um, clones that we know, like Rex. He's eleven years old. He's yeah. like barely younger than fast. Ahsoka. He's like yeah. barely younger than Ahsoka, like Earth wise. Yeah. Omega is forty years old by the uh, by the Earth rotation. But she still maintains. She ages like Grogu. She like yeah. ma- it ages, she ages like really 10. slow. She's like ten or twelve or something like that. So by the time that like we finally get her, 
she might be like 22, 24. 20, yeah. She's going to look yeah. like a younger sis- sister is what she's going to look like. Yeah. She, yeah, she'd be relatively close to our age. I really hope they go full into that and get like a if they, when they bring her into live action. I know she has this weird Australian accent in the show, which I still don't really understand why they did, but they can still make it work. I hope they cast like a Polynesian actor like Tamara Morrison uh, to like make it mm-hmm. seem similar. Yeah, so. I think yeah, she she Tamara Morrison is like wait, wait, he's Polynesian, right? She's like New Zealand, like New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, and. I'm excited. The okay, so this is my one claim to fame is the fact that it is I know y'all hate to hate it, but Cad Bane his heart rate monitor is beeping at the end. So theories have speculated now. They don't just linger on something beeping for no reason. That's true. So that's not a for sure 100 percent Cad Bane's alive. That is that I don't think I think it'd make more sense if something came and picked him up. That's However, I, I would be I would be absolutely yeah, it's probably Toto is like helpful little robot yeah which i still think it's funny that they stole that from the wizard of oz yeah yeah but I think also it is too. Uh, important note on the whole cad Bane death scene also he has that metal plate in his head so that unedited scene we saw in rebels where him and boba had the duel oh, that, the clone wars yeah. duel that's real yeah, that's, yeah that, that's canonized now that's yeah. canonized now yeah i know that was cool to see that they actually canonized that because it's right first of all i thought he was dead then so he came back alive from that yeah. The other thing too is um, he doesn't need his lungs to breathe. True. So if he got punctured in his lungs, he's got respirators in his uh, in his uh, in his body already that can help him out. So a lot of ways that he could live. And Cad Bane always tries to live. He doesn't. He's not one to like ever like. Oh yeah, Cad Bane's not yeah. rolling over and dying. Yeah, he's not one to get killed so easily too. Yeah. However, well, I not. mean, easily might not be the right way to describe it. Yeah. I, I mean, he had no way to defend Boba's staff, which is kind of crazy because it's just a not like it's a crazy staff, but it is definitely not in his arsenal of weapons to carry around him. He's usually yeah. mostly used to killing Jedis. Cad Bane is probably more known for killing Jedis than anything. Yeah. Um. All right. Do we have any last thoughts that we want to talk about here? Book of Boba Fett, ep- last couple episodes or in general, last thoughts? Uh, see I'm thinking I'm back. Excited to see where Star Wars goes next. I'm excited for season three of Mando. The Ahsoka series is going to be crazy. Still have no care for this Andor series, but we'll see where it goes. Caleb, we'll see where it goes. You're going to be so happy as soon as Zeb shows up. You're going to flip your tone so quick when Zeb shows oh, yeah. up. Dude, oh, yeah. if they throw me Zeb or something like that, yeah. And you know what I'm going to be saying? I'm like, I'm excited about Zeb. I do not give a shit about casting Andor. That's fair. And, and that's exactly what I'm going to say. Is that's they, fair. If they... Because now I'm like, all they're doing is just piggybacking off characters that we like and or really not that cool. And I have my whole entire like structure of. Um, You're forming argument. your argument already. You're getting ready. Oh, yeah. I, to, to win a debate with no logic is the easiest way for me to win. That's how I know. All right. Uh, this has been Who Asked You, the podcast absolutely nobody asked for, but we are going to continue to provide. You can follow the show over on social at Who Asked You. That's the letter U pod. I'm at Lasha Peck. Ross is at rparker209. Alec is at alecm underscore one. Um, same time, not same time, same place. Uh, next week, I believe we are, this is the first one we are switching around. So you can find us on the weekends now. Tune in and hang out with us. A lot of our schedules are being thrown off. Yeah, this uh, 
I, we should throw a thank you out there for sticking around uh, over the last couple of weeks of not having a pod. Shit has been nuts. Uh, that's the easiest life. way to describe it. Uh, life yeah. is kind Caleb's of fucked up all of our schedules. Uh, yeah, Caleb's got school. I got military obligations. Ross has got birthdays and weddings to attend. And he's got to get jacked and teach yeah. other people to get jacked. And he works at a museum. I mean, I'm at a, a museum. And he works at a museum. No, he Ross works, works at I a work museum at a, now. I work at a museum. He works at a CrossFit gym. Uh, all right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you same time, same place next week on this new date. Have a great week, everybody. Later days. Thank you.